a lot of pressure when that fucking counter starts going down. <laughs> I was hoping you would at least have chewed the candy before I can't, we I can't chew fast enough. It feels like a, I'm in the movie Speed and I'm Keanu Reeves and I'm trying to touch the blue wire and the red wire. Is it like an OCD thing too? You're like, I gotta eat the candy before I start? I'm still trying to chew it all. <laughs> I know it's loud. I got big ass teeth, big ass fat mouth and shit. I ain't trying to fucking smack in the mic. What was, I know you've talked before about your OCD thing about the bouncing balls. You see, what was like a childhood OCD thing that you, you, you had to do? You had to do. When I would uh, do the water hose and I would be like, I'd whip it around. I'd like to see the water, like do a little snaky wave in the air. Yeah. Right before I turned off a hose, I always did that. Right, mine, when I started taking showers, you remember there was that point where, like, you went from baths to, like, you're a goddamn man, boy, take a shower. When I started taking showers, mine was, I had to. Do you ever get a boner in front of your mom? All the time. I had to turn. What'd you do? Just deal with it. (laughs) How'd you deal with it? You just have a boner. There's nothing more you can do. What's the most awkward situation you had a boner in? The most awkward situation I probably had a boner in. Oh, oh, I know. I know. I was laying on the floor. I was a little kid, and I didn't know what was happening, but I was like way too like obvious that something was going on, and my aunt was like, what's wrong, puppy? What's wrong? And I was just like, uh, like, I don't know. And you know where I got the boner from? Lisa Bonet from the Cosby Show was my first uh. recorded boner. Uh. Mm. My OCD thing, though, was in the shower, I would try to turn the shower on and get my hand out of there quick before water hit me. So I would pretend like it was acid. I'd always be like, gotta get it, gotta get it. And sometimes when I'm taking a shower upstairs here in that Prince bathroom shower, I flick it on and move my hand real quick before it comes on. I'm like, still got it. <laughs> there's def- I, I don't know. Nothing comes off my right to my mind, but there's definitely a lot of quirks I have. Boy, I got shit that no one even knows that I've never, never like been seen doing. Or said out loud, even in my mind, I just know it's in there. I had a homeboy, Andy, he used to say whenever we were, whenever we'd be outside playing basketball, he would have this super intense look on his face when he was like practicing free throws. And then, if, like, if he missed like two free throws, you'd see like sweat running down his eyes and everything. And then he would shoot the third one and make it. He'd be like, yes. And one day I asked him, I was like, I was like, what do you like? I was like, I've never seen you miss more than like two free throws. He's like, oh, he's like, I always say if I miss three in a row, then my soul will go to the devil. <laughs> like, oh, no, I do shit like that all the time. <laughs> I, 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 I only the best answer. I do shit like that all the time. Oh, no. Yeah, de- definitely. I am so superstitious. I never, ever, ever put on my right shoe or right sock on first. Always my left. left. Always. I go left sock first if I'm wearing yeah. socks. And then I go to the right sock first. Yeah. And then I go put on the left shoe. And then I go put on the right what, shoe. Like, what, like most OCD people I know, they're like, if I don't do this, my parents will die. But you had such a shitty upbringing. Like, what's yours? Like, if I do this, they're going to make me live with my dad. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I just had like, you know, when you're a young kid and you're like, oh, don't step on a crack. You'll break your mother's back. Yeah. And I, I had, you know, played sports and, and a lot of sports. Made me very superstitious. I had a pair of underwear, which I still have to this day. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. And um, how far back do these underwear go? To to probably like 94, 95. Pop was alive when these yeah. underwear. You have underwear that listened to fucking Round the Way Girl when it came out live. Yeah. They're in my actual uh, closet still right now to this day. It's a pair of like uh, those briefs. They're like, they kind of, I don't yeah. know what they call. Boxer briefs? No, but they were like the the tighter. Tidy whitey's old school ones? No, no, that's too much. Like, I don't know. 
The ones that have they come to like halfway down your knee. What's or your thigh? What's that called? What are those called? The, I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. Like boxer briefs. Yeah, I but think. boxers are like more open. These but are boxer like, briefs. That's what these are. Boxer oh, briefs. I don't, I don't know what the fucking name of they are. Yeah, okay, man. I, all I know is I. Uh, pardon me. I fucking put my name, my nickname in high school, Tuna, all over them, and I would wear them every single fucking game. And I wrote it with Sharpie, and there's a big old tuna fish in the back of it. <laughs> like it looks like the Jesus fish, and it just says tuna all around the waistband and in the back of the drawers. And I wore them every single. Could you fit in them year. now? Uh, I don't know. What would you wear them for now? If you if when would these tuna draws have to be worn? During like sausage bowl, but I I I just I wore them in college too. I wore them up to college every single game. And uh, one 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 time I didn't get to wash them, and I was like, oh man, I was I was uh, playing like this summer league tournament thing. Yeah, and I had a game the next day. It was like early in the morning, like eleven, which was like oh, oh fuck. And I remember having to like wash them in the sink, but I didn't have time to wash them. Anytime you wash something in the sink and you watch the dirt come out of it, you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like this is this is like you wash a pair of socks in the sink and you're like, Holy fuck. I'm just very, very superstitious on there's so many random ass things. Has there ever been a superstition you abandoned? Like you had for so long and then you just were like, Fuck this. No, because I, I still hold on to them. Like I don't like when people say, if I say goodbye to them, and they say, all right, uh, y'all drive safe, be careful out there. I'm like, whoa, motherfucker. Hey, don't, don't say that shit to me. <laughs> you just yelling at old people at fucking at town and country restaurants. You're like, I'm telling you, man, Bye. that shit's bad. That's bad mojo. Drive I, safe, son. Oh, fuck you, old lady. Don't say that to me. Take it back, bitch. Take it back. I'll tell you something. So if I ever have something bad in my mind happened, like I'm like, oh, shit. I'm gonna get fucking killed tonight, Chris. Get the nipple cam ready. So what he's I going, he's about to go deep. Some what I what I do pitched. is when I think that look at him, he's thinking about it. I have to say it out loud, like I'm not fucking dying tonight. So I have to proclaim it, and that's how it doesn't happen. But anytime, like I would, so many times I would say, man, wouldn't that be crazy if they got in an accident today? And then boom, so like, yo, you'll never believe what Bob, what happened to Bobby? Got in a fucking car accident. Like, oh my god, and. There's times I would be on like the phone with like a chick. Oh, you've done like, the orange sweater. We've done like four podcasts with you. I know I? you're wearing an orange sweater. Yeah, you're so proud of this one. Uh, no, like I mean, <laughs> something just comes over me and says, "She's wearing a white shirt, Mike." And we're just like, "Hey, are you wearing a white shirt by any chance?" She's like, "Oh my god, how did you know?" I was like, "I can't tell you." I just he's so proud of this one, guys. This is clairvoyancy about knowing what colored shirts girls are wearing. No, no. Listen, here's another time. <laughs> If a girl says, oh, my God, blah, 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 that's my birthday. I go, are you December 12th? And they go, oh, my fucking God. How did you know that? And I'm like, I don't know. Are you a carnival barker? Yeah, no, <laughs> sometimes. What are you, 165 no. pounds, December 12th. Dead, I'm, I'm being dead ass serious. Every now and then, I get this like voice in my mind. It's just like, it'll tell me some random number. Remember the time when Blondie yeah. fucking... What what was that situation? She I, I, I said I gotta guess a number one out of a million, and if I get close to it, or if I say if I guess it, I get to I get to fuck you or something. Yeah. What did I? What? Did, and I got like, I got like X amount away, like a hundred away. We, no, it was more, but it was still so it was close. A, it was like a thousand. It was like, or it was like ten thousand away, but ten thousand out of a million. That was the thing because it was like forty thousand, and she said thirty thousand. The moral of the story is every now and then I get these like weird. Why like, are psychic like abilities always the worst shit? Like it's always. I don't. I don't necessarily believe in it. I don't. I'm not into that. All that shit. You know, like no aliens. Ever, yes, ghosts. Mm, I doubt it. 
psychic shit nah i'm not i can't really fuck with all that shit but every now and then i get this like this weird thing and i'm like and you know how many times it hasn't uh i didn't say it out loud this used to happen to me when i was a real young child i'd be in a car and i would be like humming a song like and all of a sudden coming up next we got i'm like oh my god i was already thinking that and i'm like how the fuck and that's how i swear to god hand on a stack of bibles that has happened to me thousands of times i literally at one point i remember being like yeah of course i knew that was gonna happen i knew they were gonna play that song and i don't know why i was like 13 14 years old and i would i would fucking hear the song in my head before they actually started playing it and then i got tired of like i got tired of fucking saying oh my god because then this looked crazy kind of like when me and you were thinking the same exact yeah. shit how many times have i said it i'm like wait a minute you're thinking this you're like oh my god yeah how, lots, how many, lots, how many lots times, times? Honestly, lots, lots of times in the office. Yeah, it's the always, same yeah. type of situation that I can sometimes like read energy or something. I don't fucking know. I'm not into all that hokey pokey shit. Yeah, I had someone give me some like little white crystal thing. It's for I don't know what's it called, Stephen. I know you fucking know. Don't act like you don't fucking know. You hot topic, trendy ass motherfucker. It's called meth. It looks like this little crystal rock meth. It looks like <laughs> a. It looks like a. It's a little pillar. It's a baby bear. It's a little white pillar. And it's like, oh, this is for positive vibes. And yeah, you break it up, you do a rail of it, and fucking vibes are right for fucking some, forty-five minutes. Some sweetheart gave that to me, and I was like, oh, thank you. I'll, I'll, I'll what's need up, that. What's up with every fucking girl nowadays being into like uh, positive vibes, crystals? You know what the big what, with Stephen? What's the, what's empath? All the girls are fucking. They're like, I'm an empath. I can read other people's emotions. I'm like, I don't believe that because you're annoying. And it's like you would think that if you could read emotions, you would be like, everyone in this room thinks I'm annoying. You know? And that was before I started uh, meditating with Waka Flocka. Oh yeah, yeah. Now you're on your you're, my you're smelling cow shit and me- meditation. Yeah. So. Can I'm 11, Miguel? Yeah. Get on my fucking level. Maybe one day I'll be the world's greatest dishwasher if I can get on your level. Speaking of that, um, if you all listened to the pre- prior uh, episode on our wonderful podcast, you uh, heard me talk about uh, creative printing, this printing press place that I worked at. Ooh, a lot of peas there. That one yeah. caught you. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. It was a whole lot. Good thing that wasn't a Spanish name from fucking... <laughs> Europe. Or the dish that comes at Olive Garden with red sauce and meatballs on top of it. Yep. <laughs> so I was uh, talking about my... The, on the last episode, I talked about... Baby bears. How I uh, fucking... Look at him dead. <laughs> no, it was Jenna snoring. Jenna snoring fucked me up. Oh, you're a precious girl. Yeah, you baby are. Bears. Say the word baby bear somehow. So I was talking about... This job I had, had this printing place, and I and I told I told the story how I was jacking off in this trailer, and how I we I stole some porno mags, the best the best of the best photos from underneath the sink, and I it was that, it was spread. that it was that bathroom that everybody jacked off in at your old yeah. job too. So something something like as we were talking about it, and I was I played back the little clip you made, the little yeah. highlight clip that you and Chris made. And I was just like, man, hmm. And it, I was just alone in my thoughts. And I was like, man, I, I wonder if that place is still open. So I, I go to Google, and I type in creative printing, and I saw like some bunch of like I'm like, oh well, let me narrow this down. Orlando, Florida, creative printing. Something popped up. I was like, oh shit, oh, fuck, what the fuck? And I couldn't tell because I don't remember the exact address. I knew the area, 
And I clicked it, and I was like, oh, my God, I think this might be it. And I, I started looking at street uh, Google Street View. I was like, oh, my God, that's the building. It just looks a little different, but that's the building. And then as I was looking at it, I was like, oh, it looks like they changed their logo. I was like, oh, they got a website on here. Let me just click it. I go to their website, and as soon as you get on the website, it has the team, the people who work there, like their name and their photos and everything. And I go, oh, my fucking God, that's the that's the owner. That's Rick. And I was like, oh, that's his fucking, his asshole brother. <laughs> I was like, no fucking way. That's Herb. Herb was the man, right? My fucking cool ass boss. Herb, the manager of the whole shop. To this day, 20 plus years ago, he still works there and still runs this shop. And I was completely fucking flabbergasted. And obviously it was like fucking three or four in the morning when I discovered this. But something like kept it on my heart. I was like, oh man. Uh, and I just kept staring at it. And I kept, then I started like trying to look for his name on Facebook and Instagram. I didn't find nothing. And then I saw the fucking asshole, Joel. He was the one who fired me. Got right in my face. Like, you're fired. For sleeping in your box fort? Yeah. Like, I was sleeping in my little box fort, and he leaned over the little, like, power. Like, were you hidden where nobody yeah, could see you? Yeah. I was like a homeless dude fucking hunkering down and shit. And he got right in my face, like, inches from my face. Like, you're fired. I woke up to seeing, like, this dude's mustache and his fucking hot it, lava fucking copies. when you wake breath. up to anything like that because it's, like... 30 seconds of what the fuck is actually happening yeah. right now. I was having an outer body experience. Like, what? What? what, what, what? <laughs> and everyone's standing over me. I'm like, what? What, what the fuck did I do? And it seems way more extreme at that moment than later oh, on. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, because you all know when you erratically get woke up, it fucks you up. Like, yeah. You're like, oh, you're like shaking <laughs> yeah. plays. Like, ah. And here I am discovering that these motherfuckers still worked there and i was like no fucking way and we do this little segment we call office talks so if you like the podcast you can only hear office talks if you're a member of mikebusey.com and we uh we, we basically it's like a mini podcast it's like you know when it's me talking it's probably 20 30 minutes so you might be missing out on 20 30 minutes of fucking some random ass talk about whatever the fuck is it really is a podcast yeah it is the reason why we, well, I started bringing back to the podcast realm of world because we would be talking about it and Steven would be like, man, you gotta fucking do the podcast, man. And we would, you know, I'd be distracting the shit of my entire team for sometimes an hour talking about shit or getting all fired up about something. One time we made us see how far back we could go on the calendar and how far forward we can go on the Apple phone calendar. No, I did that. I, I, what did I go? What, what, I go to the hundred. I went to the hundred thousandth year. So if it's twenty twenty one, I scrolled on the Apple calendar. I got. I took the screenshots. By the way, yeah. was it the hundred thousand? Yes, it was. Yeah. It took me. I uh, left and you were still doing it. It took me forty five minutes to get home. I want to say. I did. I did it for fucking at least four hours of swiping, <laughs> swiping, swiping. And, and it you, was like it was it was like it was like when NASCAR when you got to turn a different way because he's used to swiping right, and now he was swiping up, and it was like my body's not built for this. Yeah, no, I was. My thumb was like, why the fuck we're going? Why are we swiping left for? Yeah. 
Yeah, I was just swiping and swiping and swiping. And I, I, oh, here it is right here. Yes, look at this. I just swiped 97,979 years into the future on my Apple iPhone calendar. The year 100,000th. That's what it looks like, guys. I even show you, look, see the 99999? Yeah. I swiped that far into the future. I, I swiped damn near 100,000 years For into hours. the future. For hours and hours. And uh, I, wanna, I have some bad news. They stopped putting the days of the week <laughs> into around about, about 20,000 years in the future. It they would be cool if they added weird new holidays. Like they're like Robot Sunday, you know? <laughs> well, I was going so fast that I was... Was on, I had to every now and then stop to look at see what the fuck was going on. I'm like, is this shit just going to keep going? That's how bored I got that day. And so these office talks, we talk about some interesting things. So I was like, you know what? I started talking, and thank God you I'm broke really, out your I'm phone. I'm really proud of you, you know, right, right there. Right back to that? You went right back there. I was you like, like look at him. Look yeah, at him. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> so Miguel's like, hold on, let's, let's start an office talk. So you fucking start filming. And I was like, let's call this fucking place. It was, it was operating hours. So we call Creative Printing. And it rings. It rings. And I'm starting to like, oh, man. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm actually getting nervous. Really? Really? Because it's like, yeah. Because I feel like I'm about to meet like a, a family member or a long-lost friend. Because I knew I wanted to see if Herb was still there. Yeah. And I was, I was scared because I was like, oh, man, what about old Bob? Is he yeah. dead? You know, this and that. And it was, it was like the second real tax-paying job I had. And um, I was, I called, and lo and behold, I hear, Creative Printing, this is Joel. Joel, that motherfucker. The motherfucker who fired me picked up, and I had to be like, hi, can I speak to her, please? And he, and he went straight to, yes, may I ask who's calling? I say, uh, Mike. And I was like, I was like worried. I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, don't, I don't want to give my cover. A part of me wanted to be like, fuck you, Joel, suck my dick. Part of me wanted to troll him. Part of me wanted to tell all our podcast listeners to call up there. But if you would have been Joel, you would have fired you too, right? Yeah, at the time for sure. <laughs> so this is if you didn't, if you're not a member, you didn't go look at the feed. We have an uncensored feed. We post all kinds of. Wild, ratchet, sexual content, news updates. We do follow-ups on the podcast. Like, well, I'll, if I told a story about something and I find a photo, I'm like, oh, shit, here you go. This is relevant to the story I told. So here we are filming this office talk on the feed. And uh, lo and behold, he goes, one second. And then did, you get, like, did you get, like, I, butterflies? No, no, I did. I really did. Yeah. I swear to God, I did. I was like, oh, my God. He, it's it's gonna be really him. He's gonna pick up because there's a part of you who, who he might be like, sorry, bro, I don't remember. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, twenty was, years. Yeah, I was kind of nervous. It's been twenty plus years, and I was like, hey, uh, this is Mike. I used to work for you twenty years ago. You used to call me Mambo Mike, and I wore Hawaiian shirts all the time. And he goes, hey, he goes, famous Mike, yeah, yeah, famous Mike. Heard about your house burning down a couple years yeah. ago. How is everything? And I could I could tell he went from being like real professional to like oh hey what up dude he was real cool on the phone super fucking cool and what we had like a, a good 23 20, minute 30 minute talk yeah and uh, I basically said hey man I was talking about you on my podcast <laughs> you came clean about the jacking off though. yeah I did I had to come clean with him. I was like hey man listen uh, 
I got kind of something to confess to you, and I was kind of nervous to tell him because you know, you know, you're about to tell the dude you were jacking up, like, like you don't know, you never know how anyone's gonna react to finding out you were jacking off in their in their bathroom at work. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember that bathroom, and we all used. Wouldn't to it have been go great if he was like, you talking about the jack off bathroom? Oh, we put a black light in that bitch. It was like a fucking. It was like Superman's well, cave. He, he, he kind of did because I I kind of started telling him the story, and I could hear him laughing. And then he, uh, I said, "Hey man, I I took I took some of the porno mags and I took them out to the trailer out there, and and then I was I was beating it and, and I was doing it on the job and I'm sorry and and my calculations after all the times I would beat it I probably owe you a few hours of free labor." And uh, I'm willing to come in and, and, and work off my debts to society if I need to. And he was kind of open to it because we've been talking about me doing a, a show for the members. To would where you? We go back to jobs we used to have. Would or, you make sure you jacked off there one last time? Though? I would have to. You have to, bro. And then lock the It'd door. It'd be so much. It, I'd be so nervous. It, like, all right, I gotta get. I gotta get hard for this one. Oh, bro, it would be Send like it, it'd one be last like Shawshank time. Redemption. You lock the door. They're like, Michael, Michael. They're banging on it. <laughs> just some classical music going as you're just tugging your fucking ween. You can you can hate me now. <laughs> yeah. Stop now. I'm using just beating it. Like, come on, baby, gotta get this. Did you off dry one. jack back then too? Oh, yeah, you, I've been dry jacking. So you never use a lubricant, huh? Man, honestly, out of the millions millions of times I've pleasured myself with my right hand. I've done it. You're made. righty too when you jack. Yeah, but I've jacked off. I'm lucky lefty. Really? Yeah, bro. But this way I can still do stuff. Stuff. You know, if I gotta fucking yes. write a letter, <laughs> gotta cook a pancake. Yeah. Damn, you ambidextrous mm-hmm. jacking. I'm a left jacker, and so you don't use anything. You don't spit on that motherfucker. I used uh, like some lotions and some shampoos. Lotion is like you're spoiling yourself when yeah. you when I jack off with lotion, or if you use like a lube, you're like this isn't even fair. Like this thing this is just gliding. It's like a piston in a machine. Yeah. I I honestly, God, hand to God, I've only jacked off with any kind of lubricants. Maybe ten times, and ten is like overestimating. In your Probably, life, yeah, maybe yeah. like five times. So you're just a dry jacker, huh? Dry, how does that dry affect, jacker? How does that affect your dick skin? Uh, well, it's uh, it's built up a, a nice fucking <laughs> a nice fucking immunity over dry jacking. It's like a rhino's fucking like in between a rhino's joints. <laughs> My dick is like a, a camel. It can it can it can wander through the desert for a while and <laughs> and, and and get to its destination without water. Dry jacket, I mean, if I'm dry jacket, I'm spitting on my hand or something, man. I like, think what know? it was is when I was a kid, I would feel like all guilty and shit after yeah. I jacked. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go to church now. I'm so sorry, God. But then if I had like fucking uh, Bath and Body Works of uh, apple pear fucking lotion on my balls and shit, I felt even more guilty and dirty. I, like, no. Mine was even no. mine, mine was worse. It was like pavlov's dog i had pavlov's penis like i would just be going to the bathroom to piss and then i would look and see like lotion i'd be like don't do it Miguel. don't do it the lotion would be like you know what we must do (laughs) i come out of that bathroom smelling like aloe vera and coconut all tired and shit remember i told you on a previous podcast how i used to fuck that little barney stuffed animal (laughs) yeah anytime anytime i would see barney and i wasn't feeling razzle dazzled i'd look at him like with guilt like i'd look away like he knows my secret <laughs> Get out of here, Barney. Hey, Nothing you, to see here, you motherfucker. When you were fucking the Barney, was there ever a point where you stopped pretending it wasn't Barney and you were just like, 
I'm going to think about the Barney doll. <laughs> Let's just, all right, hold on. Let me, let me clarify for the audience here. Barney only got it a couple times, okay? <laughs> and, and in my mind, Barney was very feminine. He, I just, I, <laughs> I cut a hole in him. Uh, her. You, you cut a hole in it? Yeah, I cut and a you hole. you just fucking the cotton? Yeah. Well, dry? Oh, yeah. What do, you, what do you mean? I put fucking lotion on the cotton yeah, in my dick? Like, that nasty fuck. You nasty fuck. Yeah, I'm literally, if I'm going to fuck a Barney doll, I'm going to fill that thing up with some sort of lubricant, make it like an eclair. I fucked up. I was stick my dick in there. I should have hit up fucking, I should have fucking hit a fleshlight years ago, man. I was on You it. invented I, the fleshlight. Yeah. You had the, and, and, and yours was the one you could leave somewhere nobody would know. You're like, man, this guy really likes Barney. He's got four sizes of it. And- See, I was eyeball, I was eyeballing fucking Teddy Ruxman, but that motherfucker had some hard plastic on the back, <laughs> so I wasn't going to fuck with him, you know what I'm saying? You could put in like, he was a, too much of a bro. You put Teddy Ruxman, you put in like a Leah, so it's like singing to you. I'm writing you a four page letter. And you're like, yo, Teddy. And it's just like opening its mouth and eyes looking at you. If you were going to fuck a, a children's toy, which one would it be? Glowworm. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Because glowworm can be over eighteen. Yeah, glowworm can you be. You can't a say cabbage patch dog because that's nah, it. That's you it. Now, you're, now you're just on the some reason weird to shit. a glowworm is it's like a big ass flashlight with like a light in it, so it's warm. Taking both sides of it, <laughs> the yeah, back and the front, like a Chinese dick trap. You know? Yeah. No, man. I definitely put my dick in those little Chinese the finger trap. Balloon, though, the, little, the water balloon things in the gas station. It's like an uncircumcised <laughs> yeah, dick. You said that. Yeah, the I definitely <laughs> fucked that a yeah. couple times. I fucked a lot of things when I was <laughs> growing up. I was trying to find my way. I was like, pussy, I know you're out there. One day I'm going to get you. See, because that's because you were dry jacking. Because the minute you put some fucking lotion on your hand and started jacking, you're like, this is all I need. It's like Method Man. You're all I need. After, after seeing American Pie, I, I was definitely tempted to fuck a pie. <laughs> but I, every time I seen the pie... I was like, no, nah, I don't want to do all that. That's too much. I don't. Yeah, fucking a pie. Ain't that never, goddamn horny. Fucking a pie never seemed interesting to me. Uh, it's just like it's 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 gonna go everywhere. Like for that, you could just fill. I up think because I'm a fat. I've always been like a fat kid, so I'm like, I'm not gonna put my dick in something I'm trying to eat. Jesus yeah, Christ! It's, it's like I'm not gonna that. fuck these mashed potatoes. I'm not I'm gonna cover gay. Up with chives and I'm gonna eat them. Yeah, it's you like, know? I'm not gay. I'm not gonna fuck this pizza. <laughs> stuff crust, hey, stuff crust pizza, pizza. That shit do look a little uh, suspect. I'm putting your dick in it though. <laughs> when I, I said, "Oh, pizza, y'all playing with my emotions." What would now. you rather, fuck stuff crust pizza or a calzone? Oh, calzone all day. Because <laughs> you could like bust a nut into it, and you probably wouldn't make it to the back. You probably tear off the back of it and eat it. Hot dog bun? Would you fuck a hot dog bun? Nah, me and hot dogs. We don't have a different type of relationship. Yeah, <laughs> it's like made for it though. You know, <laughs> you put your dick in there and it fits. Steve, what kind of uh, fruit, uh, animal, vegetable, fucking kids' toy would you fuck? What was your What was your go to thing? Chris, Steven, don't Chris. What I know you fucked some weird shit growing Steven up. Steven fucked a Nintendo. <laughs> he was just like tired of. Bl- What'd you what? fuck? The cantaloupe. You fucked the cantaloupe. That's did, got did citric you, you, acid, bro. Did you finish? No. <laughs> did you burn? No. You fuck. So wait Jeff, a second. What'd you fuck? Oh, I know no, you no, fucked no, some no. shit. No, 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 I gotta go back to this real quick. The cantaloupe. The cantaloupe was cut oh, open. Old fashioned, yeah. It was a cut open cantaloupe. And then you just stuck your dick inside uh, and just mushed it? Hey, I'm going to tell you this right now, Miguel. If any man says they didn't fuck an inanimate object growing up, they're a goddamn liar. I didn't fuck inanimate objects. I jacked off with lotion in my hand, though. I did. I never fucked You never fucked the toilet paper roll? No, I never fucked anything like that. What? Man. 
I mean, and I'm not, it's not because I probably... Jeff, you confess? Oh, so now, now the oh, truth comes out. Oh, Jeff. Oh, you're having flashbacks. No, Look at him holding that pillow, rubbing it. Roll. Look at him squeezing the side Check of that, that pillow. Check that pillow for holes. It's like, it, it's like when a fucking like, child molester's on the stand, and you, he's leaning forward as they're talking about his crime. You're like, that motherfucker did it. You know? I, uh, I probably... I, dude, one time um, I was at... Uh, <laughs> Oh man, this is. Did I, I don't know if I told this story. Even if you did, I want to hear this. Um, what the? I'm trying to. It's called. It's called Moss Park. Okay. Moss Park. It's here off, in Florida. Yeah, it's yeah. right there by the airport yeah, in Lake Moss Nona. Park. Yeah, Lake Nona yeah, yeah, area yeah. now. But anyways, um, Moss Park had this like little beach swim area on this lake, and he had this little like little lifeguard like don't oh the sharks yeah. can not for sharks but you know yeah like oh don't go swimming past this area lifeguard won't swim past that far <laughs> yeah lifeguard's like fuck you I don't know what it was I must have been like t- like ten or eleven or something and uh, I I got all fu- I don't know if there was some some cutie batooties on the fucking beach or something my little horny ass started beating it underwater. <laughs> And I and I the, the boner like would not go away, so I was like, I got in the it. water. My yeah. boner gets harder. Uh, it, I don't know what it is. It's like it's like once it's in the water, it's like I want to I want to explore. You know, I got, I got head at the ocean one time on a field trip from a girl named Melissa Berwick. What up, Melissa Berwick? Yeah, shout out to Melissa. Some good head. So you it was jacked- just hard because it was like the waves were cl- yeah. crashing. This is real saltwater ocean yeah. shit. But back to the lake jer- jerking. Um, yeah, I just I, I remember like jerking it, and all of a sudden, like a large group of people came around. So then, like I was like, "Oh, I'm no, I'm too close, I'm too close." So then it, it started to go a little wet noodle on me. Yeah. I was like, "No, no, we're finishing this." So I remember kind of like going out a little deeper and deeper, and as I'm jerking it, I think I kind of like went a little too far, and I, I must have like kind of fell into like an area was way too deep. So next thing you know, I'm like damn near drowning while I'm trying to jerk my dick. And it was at that moment where I had to, like, all right, are you going to s- learn to swim, get the fuck out of this, like, whatever, I was in some hole, or are you going to keep jerking it? And I chose to save my own life, and I had to, like, get out of there quickly. And as I was getting out of there, a whole group of people, like, started, like, playing volleyball or something. And I, did, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember being like, oh, man, and I had to kind of, like, just I was trying to act cool, but I had like only my head out of the sticking out of the water. Yeah. So my shoulders below, I was underwater, and I'm just beating it, just trying to finish. <laughs> and then, which sounds really, really bad. Yeah. I, I was a I young mean, child. If you were an adult, you'd be a sex offender. Yeah. For this, oh. But as a child, that's what I was thinking. I was telling yeah. the story. I was like, this sounds really bad. Well, yeah, but as a child, it's just you know you got to beat it. Yeah. Nature's calling. Nature called and I answered the phone. I uh, I jacked off outside one time when I was a kid. I was out in the woods. I like went for a long ass walk because it's like I gotta jack off good and everybody's at the house, so I'm gonna go deep into the woods. And I was just standing and firing went off. And when I fired it off, it landed on like an ant pile, and then the ant started taking it back down. <laughs> and I was like, "What are oh they doing with this?" So I wondered if like there's they're like worshiping this, a bit. Yeah, there's like an ant hybrid queen that's like looks like me. <laughs> it's half my DNA. Yeah, you Whole empire, you got a whole empire pregnant, huh? Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of child support. I just remember being like, "Oh no!" Hit the ant pile, and then watching them be like, "We are ants. We work. We work. We'll take this cum." And it's like, what's going on? Oh man! Do you know what's weird though? Think about that. Like some dude's hunting in the woods, and he's like, he's got his rifle and the scope. He's like, "What the? F- is that a? Is that a kid just jacking off?" <laughs> 
<laughs> next to a tree. Did, did you wear like a, at least a neon orange hat so no one shot yeah, you? Yeah, I had, I had the whole gear on, man. Listen, kids, if you're going to go jack off into the woods, make sure you wear some bright hunter gear so no one shoots you. Let me tell you a story about little Tommy. Little Tommy went to go jack off in the woods. He was laying there and... He got mistaken for a muskrat yeah, and got shot he up. He got shot up. And he died with his, with his hand on his dick and the other hand on his Barney doll. And just doesn't have to happen, kids. So when you go jacking off in the woods, like we know you're going to, wear a goddamn orange vest and save everyone. Man. Do you think girls do that? Like, are there girl stories about where they went jacking off? I don't think so. I think, like, their their hormones were suppressed. Yeah. I don't know. I remember. I do remember hearing about some girls, like, putting markers in their pussies and shit when yeah. I was younger. Like, oh, you put a marker in your pussy. You ever remember, like, when you hear a story about a girl, whether it was true or not, that shit spread like wildfire? Yeah, girls, that's the worst thing. Uh, that's one of the worst things about girls. Every story about a girl spreads like wildfire because everybody wants to gossip about girls. And like, if people saw me jack off and hit that ant pile, they'd be like, "Hey, fucking jacked up on an ant pile! Jesus Christ, man! Leave Let him alone! Leave, leave him alone!" And like, Let I him heard his life. I heard she put a marker in her pussy. That girl's a whore. We're all gonna fuck. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like, uh, do you remember when? You heard a rumor about somebody in like middle school. I remember hearing rumors about girls in middle school and then being friends with them like as we were older, like in our 20s and being like, I got to ask you. Yeah. Everybody told and they're like, no. And every time they told you the story of what really happened, it always involved some salty dude. Yeah. Always, always. Always involved some salty dude. That's like the story of my life now. Like someone will be like, I heard da 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 da. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who told you that? Oh, my ex-boyfriend. I'm like, mm, oh, okay. That's obviously the story. Every wife or girlfriend hates me, and every boyfriend or husband hates me because they think their significant other has came over here and like fucking done all kinds of crazy shit. Has it happened? Yes, plenty of times. Have I seen girls like sucking one of my homies' dicks? Why she's like talking to her boyfriend? No, baby, just hanging out with the girls and I just hanging with my that. I feel like it's harder to cheat now because you got GPS and you got FaceTime. You know how many relationships are like, FaceTime me now, bitch. Yeah. If you don't pick up that FaceTime, you might as well just go you might as well just go cheat on her because she's gonna assume that the moment you fucking, you know, didn't pick up. I've then- had I've had I, I I was telling you I just had a girl I've had girls run to their car. They're like, He's FaceTiming me. I gotta go to my car real quick. <laughs> They're like sitting in there, hey babe. Yep. She's all out of breath. Hey, what's I'm, up? No, I'm just jogging. Just getting my car, chilling. I didn't hear you because i was listening to music he's like that's cool babe i trust you there's some videos online where there's like like it's like a guy he's out with his homies at a strip club or something and then his girl calls and then they throw like a backdrop and then everyone like gets oh, up, everyone gets I in like a that, position yeah. i've seen a couple of them and they're fucking hilarious i seen the one where they made it look like a car yeah like everybody got into position and made it look like he was driving his car i fucking love those videos me too man there's I not was- enough of those those are fucking brilliant. I like, see, I like creative shit like that. Like all these other bullshit fucking TikTok whack ass shit, I can't handle. But the, when there's creative, you know, humor, it's, you know, all right, okay, I fuck with it then. Got the vibe going and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I was excited because uh, every guy, every girl will go through their significant other's like phone like every now and then, right? You How know? do you feel about that? Because to me, that's a big fucking deal. To it, me, going it, through my phone is a big fucking deal, it is and I won't an go eight. through and I won't go through her phone because I don't. To me, it's a big fucking deal. It all like depends sometimes because what happens is like if a, a my girl she knows my password yeah and 
now I've been dating her for like a year and a half, so it doesn't really bother me. And then sometimes I get really, really excited. Yeah. And uh, this actually happened the other day. So I woke up, and Courtney's like looking at me, and I'm just like, what? what? Good morning, babe. What's up? She's like, oh, good morning. And then she's like, hmm, why don't you take a look at your phone? Because like, Courtney's notorious for doing a no warrant search on your phone. Every now and then she goes because she knows. Uh, you Courtney, know, be, Courtney, no, none of Courtney's searches will hold up in the court of law. Yeah. They're like, and what was the evidence? Be like, yeah, he was asleep. <laughs> you know, he was asleep. Well, I, I definitely have had some very improper conversations. Uh, I know that. You know why I know that? Because I usually get woke up. They're always when I'm fucking staying here for some reason. I get woke up by Courtney. I need to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And she's like, he went through Mike's phone and he was talking to a girl. And then I'm like, all right. And I talk to her, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe he was just facing. No, he said, I want to come inside you. And I'm like, there's a lot of context to that, you know? Like, so. So she uh, took a screenshot of a conversation, and I had just woke up. I'm just like, huh, what? I'm like reading it, and it says like, it, it said it said something like very derogative, and I forget exactly what it said. But then I started like panicking. I was like, did I say this? I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? And then I looked at the girl, and I was like, man, that's weird. I was just talking to her like like this week. I'm like, what the fuck? So I guess. She went and saw a thread of a girl I was talking to, and she she was like, oh, this motherfucker. So I looked at it, and then I went to the actual thread to look, and I was like, oh, yeah, baby. I started screaming with fucking joy. I was like, yeah, suck it, bitch. Look, 2016, suck a dick. I was like, you ain't got shit. And I was so I like how, fucking I like how excited. It's not I didn't do it. It's like, you ain't got no fucking case, DA. Yeah. Chain statue, of evidence was broken, motherfucker. Statue limitations, bitch. Take that shit to trial. I'm walking. Witness hung themselves, motherfucker. I was so excited because I had just talked to the girl. And I guess she scrolled like way up or something. And she probably didn't pay attention and then saw one thing that it was like, yeah, you know, fuck, hey, what's up? But then, uh, you know, like I don't cheat on my girlfriend, so I don't care. But there, if I'm wasted, 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 I definitely have in the past have had some improper conversations. <laughs> and even though me and my chick, you know, fuck chicks together and stuff, you know, um, it, you know, sometimes I get a little too get a little too comfortable, and a little, a little, the, the tongue starts getting a little loose. Did you like that dirty talk, man? That, yeah, because I get turned on by like knowing that this chick is finding me desirable. I'm yeah. like, yeah, yeah, but I. I've also like saved my ass plenty of times because she. There's been times she'd like look because me and her both have tenders, and I don't care. She, I don't care. She looks at my shit. I don't got nothing to say, you know. But um, she'll be like, "I'm really proud of you, Mike, because I know you always let them know that you know you're dating me." And da da I'm like, "Yeah, what's up? Yeah, cool. I'm trying to party while up, baby. You know what I'm like, Come on, baby." And she knows that she knows that like I'm I'm, I'm a faithful dude, you know. But sometimes, you know. Let's just say in Mike Beasley world, I get away with a lot of shit, and you're, and maybe some of the listeners are listening. They would be homeless and <laughs> sleeping on the fucking side of the street. Some of the shit that I get to say and do. So, um, and that's just how I feel comfortable because you ain't gotta cheat if you if you can fuck bitches with her. You know what I'm saying? But 
Am I tempted to want to fuck other girls without her? Yeah, I'm sure sometimes I'd be like, oh, man, it'd be kind of fucking hot. But I just I just won't do it, you know, because it's not worth it. She, she's a great girlfriend, and uh, she's a perfect mother to my pugs, and uh, she, she takes care of the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? So uh, other than our fucking crazy age difference... So far, you know, we've had we've had a few bumps in the road, but uh how old was she when you were originally talking to that girl? Because it's 2016. How old was Courtney? <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even want to do the math. Courtney was like 14 years old when you were originally talking hey, to her. Like I said, I didn't want to do the math, okay? Thank you're you, just, Miguel. You're just like, I try not to think about uh how how uh young my girlfriend is. Yeah. She's 21. Like your girlfriend could be your daughter. Technically, yes. No, just yeah. Because I'm older than <laughs> I'm older than her mom and dad. Yeah, her mom had her when she was like 13 years old or some yeah. shit. And uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's cool. So 13. luckily, luckily, I got away with that one because I was sweating. And I was like, oh shit, what'd I do? What'd I do? You know, what Courtney told me a story that was because so- I was drunk. I was drunk the night before. I got drunk, and I had been up for 33 days. So I got kind of scared. I was like, or 33 hours. Yeah, I was like, 33 days? Jesus Christ, Mike. Uh, 33 hours. I stood up for 33 hours, no sleep. And then I got drunk. We went to Oasis on the river. We did our fourth paid appearance there. Yeah. Thank you all to everyone who all came out. Thank you so much. We hosted a wet and wild contest. Mm-hmm, that your girlfriend couldn't have gone to five years ago when she was 15. Well, thank you for reminding <laughs> me that. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was a good time. And uh, I was getting ready to like literally fall asleep and die on the way there, and I was like, "All right, time to get you haven't drunk." Because you haven't been sleeping right lately, man. Yeah, my sleep's been really, really. I've like been waking all- up at late in the afternoon, like four or five in the afternoon, and going to bed at like one one p.m. Yeah. the next day. Yeah, all last week your sleep was fucked. Yeah, I'm. I'm I started to go to bed around six, seven o'clock, waking up around one, so I'm doing a little better now. What would be the time that you really do want to go to bed and wake up? When it when it becomes like five o'clock, I start like, all right, I'm a piece of shit if I keep going because then it's six, then it's seven. Like that's when I feel like a real sack of shit. What, like at what point though? Honestly, like there's like a like like what is it? The, like the the law of diminishing return and shit. You know, like the concept that after a certain amount of time, it it it's not worth it. What what hour? Is it not really worth being up anymore? You're just still up, like by four o'clock in the morning, like the, three o'clock in the morning. The six, seven, eight hours. There, like I always wish it would rain between like five a.m. and eight a.m. Just so you go to bed with that sound. No, just so that it's not like raining when I'm awake. Yeah, you know, like cool. Let the earth get its water, but I don't want to like just ruin my fucking day or whatever. Most people, you know, I know a lot of our listeners that get up early and they go to work. But a lot of them, you know, who, who wants to fucking, I don't want it to rain on a Friday and Saturday night. That's a fucking waste of a Friday, Saturday night. And that's What a no- do you do from like 1 o'clock in the morning to 6 a.m.? I go down fucking wormholes, Miguel. I start watching certain things and looking at certain things. And then I, that's when my ideas come to me, Miguel. That's when everything in my fucking fat, retarded head starts to come. That's when the magic comes because, like, that's why I don't like doing this show early in the day or the night because I don't. My brain activity doesn't really start charging until like midnight. Two, one, two. But do I'm you like, think Yo, that has something go. to do with your sleep schedule? No, I just I've always been a night guy, a yeah. night owl. I mean, I've I've woke up at the butt crack of dawn, you know, for many many years. But I find that my creative juices flow better at night, and I'm more in like that's why I'm a night fucker. I don't like I don't like day fucking. 
Uh, I like morning fucking, man. But it, it day, but night fucking's better. But morning, like first thing in the morning, fuck is a good fuck. That is a technical fuck. You ever that uh, gets everything out of you that you need and wake get, up, pumps up. You ever wake up with a boner and you think you're horny, but it's really you just got to pee. <laughs> and then you fuck her and you're like, damn, I'm rock hard. You're like, oh shit, I'm about to fucking piss everywhere. <laughs> I woke up horny as fuck the other day. I was rock hard horny, all fucking five inches. Maybe I don't know. I haven't I haven't measured in a while. You know, the so. worst the worst is the piss right after you fuck, and you're right at the toilet aiming, and it just goes left and right. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> like the pee stream. It's in the sink. It's you know getting why? the toilet paper roll. That's because you're you're you got fucking, a little cum blocked yeah, up in there. Cum splitting it up, splitting the yeah. lanes. A little cum cum. That's the worst though, because you're like I'm right by the toilet. I'm good to go, and it's like one's going back at your face, the other one's down at your toes. Well, I started pissing in my shower for a while. <laughs> And I had to, like, stop because, like, I wasn't getting it all. I was getting lazy. I was just, like, fucking squirting everywhere. Yeah. I'd fucking piss with my eyes closed and shit. And, uh, yeah, I, I just had to stop doing that. And, you know, and, yeah, sometimes you had to back up because you, you got a, too much of a morning wood. Yeah. You got to – there's been times I had to, like, sit, like, literally, like, six feet from the toilet to piss. Or I had to take your hand and, like, block it so it doesn't hit the back of the tub. And then you, you're you're ethically questioning yourself: Should I fucking pick this piss up right now? Like, fuck, should I wipe? Because I've been in good habit wiping down the floor below. <laughs> but I'm just like, man. Sometimes you're just like, fuck, man. I don't fucking. And then you're like, oh man, fuck. I don't want some hot chick to come in here and be like, yeah, I came to this house and fucking piss all over the fucking floor. Like every bathroom floor just needs a drain sloped down. I, I think, yeah, I think. A, a shower. I think every bathroom should be like a giant shower, like just drain. one. Yeah, just one big shower room, toilet, shower right above each other. As soon as you leave, a fucking you press a button and it fucking just power washes itself and bleaches itself. I tell you this, and I stand by this. Everybody in America, in the world, every business, put a goddamn plunger in your bathroom. If you don't have a plunger in your bathroom, you're just asking for problems. Cause I've been. Have you ever? Have you ever had to take that shit at somebody's house, and now you spent the next fifteen minutes being a plumber, and you're oh, like, yeah. oh, I gotta fix this. There's no plunger here, so I gotta figure out. I gotta cut this duty in half with this with this fucking thing. You're it's like, like going the dumb the and garbage. dumber situation. You're like, you gotta, you know, you're going somewhere, and you're gonna start panicking. Like, hey, you okay in there, Lloyd? Yeah, yeah I'm fine. Just give me a second. You start like, you start MacGyvering shit. You're trying to break down like a precious moment doll and fucking sharpening it and cutting the turd up. And- I used a comb. I used the I threw their comb away, but I used the comb one time because I had to go in. It did one of those where it sucked up all the water in the paper, but then no more water came in, and it was just like this dry. And I had to take a comb and get in there and pull the paper out. And then I was like, okay, I can't throw this comb away in this bathroom, so I had to wrap the comb up in toilet paper and then throw it away in the kitchen like a fucking murder weapon. Like Damn. I'm, taking, I'm taking it Shawshank apart. Shawshank Redemption, sticking that piece. shit out in your fucking yeah sock and throw shit. Throw a piece on the roof. Throw a piece in the storm drain dude i've had this happen actually like last week i blasted the bowl and the shit went so far up the bowl it was above the water line <laughs> so then like i'm sitting there like kind of low-key like oh like there was like people coming over and a lot of girls like to use my bathroom so i'm like oh fuck they don't want to see like fucking diarrhea brain splatter in the bowl above the water line so i'm like flushing it i'm like oh shit it's it's clinging it's clinging to the bowl so then i'll have to go over 
And I've been wanting to ask you this, Stephen, by the way. When you use my bidet, sometimes, you haven't done it recently, but a couple months ago, I used to see you leave some danglers. <laughs> so I'd take my little coat hanger from behind the bidet and, like, play, like, hockey with it. I had to, like, start hitting it down, <laughs> hitting it down the drain. You got some danglers. No, because uh, there's the, the little the drain on the bidet. Uh, you sit on this toilet. It's basically a toilet that's facing forward, but it's, it's it looks like a water fountain. So there's not like an actual like giant hole for a turd to go down. But the little uh, the little the little fucking the drain plug. Yeah, you they, it's got a thing to where you can like basically turn it into like a bird bath. Well, there was a couple times where somebody shoved down the plug. So then I'm turning on the water. Next thing I you know, my balls are like floating. <laughs> And I look, I look down. I'm like, oh fuck! So then I, here I am trying to take my fingers and pull up the plug. And then I, I had this. I actually went and found a fucking kitchen uh, butter knife, and I had to start jimmying up this because it was and like. And did you throw this butter knife away? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I I'm did. I'm sure that did not happen. But I, I did fix that little plug situation. So. Um, hopefully it won't get plugged up I again. Took, I took a huge shit in the Prince bathroom once that peaked up a little bit, and it touched my balls and it freaked me out because it w- it went straight down the drain, but it was just a long fucking like a Listen. snake looking up, and then I I moved and it 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 just rubbed across my balls and terrified me because it felt like some creature touching. It's a soft shit sticking up out of the toilet, and it just it rubbed my balls. It felt like two fingers, like hey pal. And I was like, ah! and I jumped up, and there it was, just looking at me. This brown fucking snake Bro, sticking out. Nothing. This right here, uh, you could be a gangster ass fucking serial killer. When you reach down into the toilet to wipe your ass and you feel the water, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, you always jump up. Back when I used to use toilet paper uh, many years ago before I elevated to a higher level of consciousness, I uh, would go down there and every now and then I'd get a knuckle fucking splashing the water. I go, oh, oh the worst is like freak me out. You're at a public toilet. You don't understand their water level and you flush. And next thing you know, your balls get wet. You're like, oh, yeah, oh. that's scary, too. <laughs> it never was my dick. Like, it was always my balls. My balls hang lower than my shaft. <laughs> my little egg corn just perches right there in the ball sack and just minds his own business. Man, fucking, uh, <laughs> I just still think about that fucking black snake r- touched my nuts and I was like, oh, <laughs> like, what is Someone's this? listening to this right now. I was like, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. I still am mad. I took that question mark shit that day and never went to go get a camera. It was a perfect question mark with a little duty that was floating on the side. And it had I whacked it on the bottom, that duty would have been the little question mark, like period point. And I remember looking at it. And it was almost like, to me, it felt like I was walking down a trail and Bigfoot walked in front of me. And I just stared at him for a moment. And then we just both kept walking. I was like, it's so beautiful. Do you think there's a Bigfoot? I don't think foot? anyone needs to see it. I don't think there's a Bigfoot anymore, man. Steven, Chris, Jeff, Bigfoot or nah? Nah. Maybe. Nah. I'd say there could have been something like a Bigfoot long, 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 long time ago, enough for people to talk about it. But here's the deal. We found Ben Laden, and he was actively hiding from us knowing that we were after him. You telling me nobody's fucking run across the Bigfoot just fucking walking down Oregon? Like, the last time we got a picture of Bigfoot, it took you 45 minutes to set up a fucking camera. I got, I Nowadays, got a picture of Bigfoot. 
You got a picture? Oh, you got that thing from Ocala. We talked about it that time. Did I talk about it on yeah, the on the Yeah, man, yeah. We got to go visit that guy. No, we don't. He's I wonder just, if I saved his number in my phone. It'll probably be bullshit Bigfoot guy. That's what I would have saved it as. <laughs> dude, this dude, this one guy, uh, he fucking, he snapped me and he played me, uh, he, he sent me a fucking uh, a photo. Damn, I wonder if I, I don't think I did. Fuck. I know I sent you a screenshot, didn't I? Yeah, I'm sure I didn't save that. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't entertain that one. I was Let's like bullshit, Bigfoot guy. Let's see. Uh, here's my thing with Bigfoot. No, I don't. Squatches, see. if you will. Everybody who talks about him has this like super intense. Like I was fishing, and all of a sudden, Bigfoot ran up on me and jangled his giant dick in my face. And no, I ne- ran away. Never. Uh, so I had a coach named Coach Boyd in in high school, and. Uh, he one of the classes it was like u.s government or some shit he taught or history or something and uh every now and then if we ever wanted to fucking derail the whole goddamn class because we all had a teacher yeah that if y'all all teamed up on the teacher you could get this it's it's like basically having me as a teacher like oh your kids want to hear about the good old days huh and i just go into an al bundy story and start telling the glory days well this teacher about the four, it would take about four tries. He'd be like, come on, coach boy, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Tell us. And the first two times, he would just shoot you down. Like, nope, we're not doing it. Nope, not doing it. Old looking Elmer Fudd looking dude, tall, giant, fucking wrinkly skin guy. And uh, about the fourth time, and he'd look around and he would always go close the door. He's like, all right, you motherfuckers, you want to hear about it? You want to hear about the fucking skunk ape? I'll tell you. <laughs> and he get he instantly gets super defensive right off the rip. Like the first thing he said, I don't care what y'all think. Y'all can say whatever. You know, y'all can y'all can fucking say this, say that. Y'all can tell me I'm crazy, but y'all know I don't smoke that wacky tobacco. I don't do no drugs. I gave the Viet Cong eighteen goddamn months to kill me, and nothing they did scared me more than the time I ran into that. <laughs> Listen, skunk ape. He gets so like worked up. He would be straight up like offended. Even and if you dare talk during the thing, the, during him his story, his skunk ape story. Oh, he would he would just shut shut down and you would and he would like actually end class like yeah yeah I'm gonna fucking get out of here. He'd get so worked up, and uh, he never got like that with anything else. Just the skunk ape. And he and he he swears to it. He swears to it in Melbourne, Florida. Around there, there's a fucking skunk ape walking around. Fucking, it's probably some homeless dude who smells like shit with long hair. I don't know. Like a part of me wants to say this wordle is huge, and you think about the things that they see uh, in the ocean, and they don't realize it until like I'm all about the ocean. But when you start getting me into like land stuff, and here's the thing, I don't. I what about Loch Ness? Nah. Nah, I gave I gave unsolved mysteries my whole fucking childhood to find five God goddamn you Loch Ness mysteries. monsters, and they didn't do shit. So them and crop circles are out. I gave a lot of my childhood to that shit. I don't know, man. Like I think that I don't know. I think that the world is huge, and I think that there is plenty of places for something that doesn't want to be seen to hide. I think of all the caves and and there's dude there's caves in like Kentucky and stuff like the Mammoth Caves and stuff like that. They go for fucking miles. Like I've been down in some of them, and I'm thinking like, yo, if I wasn't trying to ever be seen, I'm pretty sure I'm good to go right here. 
And if it is like some type of giant ass. But ape, every time they run into like the skunk ape, he's crossing a fucking street. So it's like this thing that's not trying to be seen is also like, where'd you see him? He's crossing the fucking street in the daytime. You know, he's I don't TP I don't in ever, his hand. He's going to go shit in the woods. I don't ever buy like when I see like the footprint shit. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I can fucking do that. I can make that fucking thing, even though I probably couldn't. But when I hear somebody of sound mind and tell me when they have like nothing to gain, even if they don't have like video or photo or anything like that. There's been times I've had a couple people tell me some shit, and I'm like thinking, okay, this motherfucker is either on shrooms or they're dead ass serious. They saw something, and and normally, like I like to think that I'm a good read of character, like when someone's bullshitting me or not. But I've also been dead wrong and thought they were telling me the truth at times. N- not on. Like, I'd say the history of your roommates suggests otherwise, my boy. Exactly. You know, <laughs> I promise. No, I'm good now. Yeah. I promise I'm good for the rent. Want some fireworks? Drugs? I don't do drugs. I don't do fr- <laughs> drugs, man. Kidding me? But there's been. A, I, I think that it's possible because, like, it, I saw a fucking tortoise just the other day, and the motherfucker was as big as his giant ass desk. Yeah, and it was moving around. I'm like, holy fuck, that's a goddamn dinosaur. Yeah, like that looks like a dinosaur. Same thing with like crocodiles and alligators and. Even elephants look like a goddamn dinosaur to me sometimes. And I'm just like, <laughs> damn, man, you just never really know in, in, in how big this this planet is. There could be God knows what hanging, hiding. That's the uh, one of the very first times I uh, heard about Vice, that Asian dude, uh, not, not, the, the, not the asshole one, but the comedian guy. There was a documentary about how he was going to go look for the last dinosaur on the earth. And it was this whole long documentary where he travels to the middle of nowhere. I don't know if it was like Africa. Did he go to Africa to see Mikeli Mamembe? That's what. Uh, Some shit. That's what they say is like the last dinosaur on earth, Mikeli Mamembe. That's what they. And he winds uh, up seeing nothing. He does a bunch yeah. of psychedelic drugs with some Indians yeah. and dances. It's around. always just a trip to do mushrooms. Yeah. It's like, we got to find Bigfoot. And I think the only way we're going to do that is if I snort all this coke. And Bigfoot, there's two places he might be looking. I sent my first team out to the woods in Oregon where they spotted him. And then a couple other people said they saw him at Caesar's Palace on the ninth floor. I'm going to go what? check it out. So no, y'all say no to Bigfoot? I say maybe. Maybe? I say no. Uh, Loch Ness. What about y'all? A Loch Ness. No to Loch Ness. There's no dinosaurs in Scotland. See, here's my thing with Loch Ness. I think Loch Ness would be... More likely, considering it's a water uh, animal. It's a lake, man. Well, it's a really deep fucking lake. Have you ever gone to, like, I've gone to lakes where I know there's thousands of alligators and not seen an alligator. And some i think if something was not trying to be seen. Yeah, but that's the thing. But you didn't see alligators that day, but somebody saw alligators that day. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like if... I'd like to think that if a Bigfoot wasn't trying to be seen, maybe it knows. Maybe it's from, like, our past or something. Maybe it knows, like, because if it is, like, traditionally what we think, it's, like, upright walking giant-ass ape, then maybe it's just a different, uh, an ape that didn't evolve or some shit or an ape that has a rare breed and it's, it can live for really fucking long and it's hiding deep into the woods and it's smart smarter than an average animal. It smells you coming so it knows to move away. Or maybe it's deep in, in a cave somewhere. It just seems unlikely that it's spotted, and yet it's also hiding. So imagine if you we played a, a giant game of hide-and-go-seek, and there was only like four Bigfoots on the whole continent, 
and it has the whole earth to hide, and it has like. But that's my, my, the my instincts to know when someone's coming. I was yeah, like, oh, maybe, my, he can, uh, maybe he can my, stay hidden. My counter to that is that all these people claiming to see it—that's where it's a problem. If it, if it was hidden and nobody seen it, anyone at all, that would make more sense than people spotting it crossing the fucking road. But it's also super smart and laying low. You know, that's where that's where I have the issue with it. Also, Loch Ness, seven hundred and eighty-five feet deep. 88 feet deep. That's way deeper than I thought Loch Ness was. But I still don't buy yeah, this. I knew, I knew that lake was like really, really, yeah. that body of water was really, really deep. And I know I go to a lake and I can't see fucking more than three feet below it. So I like your I scientific opinions of I can't see below this lake. There's a dinosaur in here. Hey, hey, you never know, player. You never know. You know what I do know? I do know we're coming up to our first break. And I know I'm sweating back, my ass off. When Jetta's about back, to have a heat stroke. We're going to talk about Jetta Girl's birthday. And oh, Jetta Girl's your birthday. Members weekend coming up. Hell listen yeah. to the Mike Busey Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at MikeBC's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. To Memberships the members, is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike Busey about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts oh, in society, and they fit in well, and uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago, so, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day at fucking the drunken field bed. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite 
comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our, all our stuff so far. The members' weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just, right. it, it's life. Right now, to it's it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Buse is going to take you and the rest of the members during members weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. James Vince from LA, been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole another fucking life. And then you just become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show that you're in. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, 
The Sausage Castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. And we're back. And for those who don't know, uh, last week we did a bonus episode. We did a whole, and I, I want to say it was fucking fire. I enjoyed it. It was really, really good. And uh, if you're not a member, you, you, uh, you missed out because you can only listen and watch it on the website, MikeBusa.com. There's a lot of stuff that you can only do on the website. I mean, I want to clarify something because people ask me all the time. Uh, the, joining MikeBusey.com isn't about coming to a party once a month, which is an option, too, which is dope. We have our next members weekend coming up this, this weekend. This weekend, Friday, weekend. Saturday, and Sunday, it is the end of the summer members weekend party. So a lot of people tell me, they're like, oh, for $33 a month, I can come to the party. That's one thing that you can do. But part of it also is you get access to all of our content. You get access to uh, our secret podcast episodes that we don't drop for anybody but members. You get access to things like merchandise first. Also, you get to see uh, what goes on daily in the Sausage Castle, our events, like the videos with Waka Flocka and shit like that. That's not available for anybody else. All or the if crazy you're like stuff. Jeff and you stick around long enough, you get your dick sucked. And yeah. he politely, consensually asked these beautiful ladies that they would... Uh, mind sharing their genitals with him and they agreed jeff you've had a lot of blowjobs over the years who was the best who's the best jeff yeah so hot but who was the best like blowjob wise when you got the did Degas give you a blowjob yeah cool uh who was the best blowjob that you got what we're trying to say is these things Wait, hold on, hold on. Well, who willow yeah, because you can just make it. Okay, it's time. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Professionals. Yeah. Those professional <laughs> blowjobbers. I, I chose not to get a blowjob from her that night because I didn't want to follow Jeff's act. But I will go on record. I still did get a blowjob from her another time. And I will agree with you, Jeff. It's a good blowy. It's a good blowy. It's, 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 it's like, uh, I would say this. That blowjob was, was a blowjob, like you said. Like When it was time to wrap it up. Uh, she was like, "Do you want to come?" And then she's like, "Let me show you." Like she knew the fucking cheat code. She knew like the, the she knew where the warp whistle was to get you straight to King Koopa's palace, man. My entire uh, strategy with the membership has always been the same: offer them so much that they can't afford not to be a member. So not only do you get to see. The constant updates and the weekly post and the daily stuff we post on the uncensored feed. Not only do you get to see all the amazing content and, and the and the this and that and the, the little events we have and being being a part of a family and coming out here and camping for three days, three nights and seeing us on the road when we come to your hometown. All that stuff, all these life changing things. Uh I, I meant it I wanted to be like a, a lot of times, you know, people don't sign up because they're like Hold on, let me get this straight. So you're telling me for only $33, I can come to your house and and stay there, sleep actually sleep there on the property, camp for three days and three nights? And and then, then we don't even tell them that we're not charging them for food or drinks or anything. And then we're giving away money and all kinds of cool games, and there's all kinds of awesome, cool, fun shit to do. Sometimes they just don't believe it. They don't. But I tell you what. I know some people who do believe it. So if you just joined us, uh, 
Not only does every member who sign up make all the lights in the house blink, that or Steven is really good at doing disappearing acts, and he goes behind there flipping switches. We have some fancy app that we pay for that uh, flips the lights, which does give a boost of morale. It definitely boosts morale. So that's why we want to return the, bo- the boost of morale, and we're going to read off your first and last name. And when I say we, I mean I'm going to try. And uh, the city and state or country you're from, go ahead, Miguel. All These right. people just joined us. Brian Rhodes from... Douglasville, Pennsylvania. Gary Malone from Wilmington, Delaware. Josh Red from Nashville, Tennessee. Amy Slobosian from Fort Myers, Florida. Dylan Paul from Harmonsville, Michigan. Am I always gets me? I'm like Michigan. I feel uh, your pain. Yeah, Nathan Brissett from Nuego, Michigan. J.D. from Pueblo, Colorado. Cody Connell from San Francisco, California. William Rempe from Pratt, Kansas. Shane Jovic from Pontiac, Michigan. Christian Sanchez from Orlando, Florida. Frank Herrera from Phoenix, Arizona. Quinn O'Connor from Rochester Hills, Michigan. Uh, Hunter Barclay from Patville, Alabama. Levi Chandler from St. Elmo, Illinois. Patrick Ferris from Florence, Kentucky. John Bioy from Cars, Ontario. Keyshawn Chase from Orlando, Florida. Vidal Livingston from Gallup, New Mexico. Mike, I'm going to fold this over to where I end. I always wonder how many of the names are, are guys, his girlfriend who came here over the weekend or something, or fucking God knows what. They're like, we need to find out. There you go, brother. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, bend over. Two fat dudes. Oh, who will get the paper? It's split in the middle. I didn't even look for I'll, Piper turn. Hold up. Hold on. I got a towel. I can. Can you whip it towards. Oh, hell yeah. I've seen enough Indiana Jones movies. Bum, ba, dum, bum. <laughs> He's whipping it towards us. We can't bend over to get it. All right. Hopefully. What you guys don't know is when we get in these chairs to film, ain't no getting. Ain't up. no getting out. We parked in. We we've strapped in. All right. First, I had to see. All right. Is the Stephen hiding any bullshit names on here? Um. Yeah. I definitely see one. And. uh can I pronounce them? I feel like you always get the easy names. I definitely, uh, I think I do get luckier than you on that. Thank you to Jeffrey Forrest from Denton, Texas. Andraw, or, I'm sorry. <laughs> Fuck y'all. Andre. Andre. Dorlneck, uh, or, no. Is me, it Andrew? No, it's Andre. Drollneck. Andraw 3000. From. Wagroom, Rogwain. I always feel like you're casting a Harry Potter spell. You're like Wagrugin, Wagrain. It's the Bonjo. No. Someone's gonna be like, "Fuck the podcast." We just want to hear Mike fucking butcher all these names. Uh, Grant Lewenberg from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Joshua Terry. That was a great name. <laughs> Indianapolis, Indiana. I love when you get a good, easy name. I get excited. You're like, he's got a good name. (laughs) Ricky Cantor from Columbus, Ohio. That was a good one. Thomas Delaney from Tavares, Florida. Bradley Hill. I'm loving that one. From Iron River, Michigan. A lot of Michigan this week. Colin 
Roller Roller Kite, Redbud, Illinois. Um, <laughs> what was that? What was that? At the end. Here we go. <laughs> Here's one. This time of the <laughs> Daytona Beach, Florida. Is that a real person or are they just? They, right. That's how they, they they listen to the podcast. So the inside have... joke, Timothy from fucking Daytona Beach, Florida. Nicholas Gonzalez from West Covina, California. El- Eduardo Orvera from Chicago, Illinois. It's <laughs> it's not Ill- Illinois. It's Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that little. Uh, Glenn Watts from M- Mogadar, Ohio. Uh, that one I'm giving you because Mogador, Mogador, Ohio. Yeah, once again, Harry Potter spell. I've never heard that word. Though. Okay, Mogador, Mogador. Obviously, this Kim Sluts of Fun. You didn't even try on that one from that wasn't, that wasn't you. So people are right. now putting fucked up names right. <laughs> just to hear you read it. Kim Sluts for Fun, uh, Bozier Parish, Louisiana. Tyler Roach from Sarasota, Florida. There we go. <laughs> Thank you all so much for uh, being a part of our, our hearts and our, and our minds. Because now, if you if you if you join, or even if you just want us to say someone's name or yeah. whatever, it doesn't matter. If you just want to, if you want to join every time and hear your name every episode, we we will gladly read your name every fucking episode. And one that didn't make the list in time, oh, Kristen Brown. From Oklahoma, that's Oklahoma. Oh wow! Thanks. Join as member. Hell yeah! Thanks, thanks for uh, su- thanks for the support, doll. Yeah, thank we you. We appreciate it. And 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 tell that dude you told to sign up for you. We appreciate it. Hell <laughs> like, yeah! Hey babe, you know it'd be cool. Someone, sign me up. <laughs> someone one day is gonna be like, hey, listen, is there any way you can delete that one episode? Uh, because now my job, or I went to get a job at the White House, and my name came up in some digital archives. Have a, have on a seat, Timothy. Yeah. We need to talk to you about about some things you were involved in. Now, I know growing up in the mean streets of Chicago, Illinois, made you do things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's the hardest word for you to say? There's a couple of them. I know that, but like, what's the one that like? I just you, not big on names. Like, if, if we're reading a fucking like, I'll read a book if y'all want me to read a book or something. I shit. would love. Yeah, that. I could read a book like a motherfucker. <laughs> Like, honestly, just names fuck me up, man. But they what's really the do. word that you're like, fuck, don't make me say it, don't make me say it, don't make me say it. Like, if you're in a, in a setting, like, if you're like, hey, Mike, you're going to be on this uh, radio show, and we're going to be discussing uh, the withdrawal of troops from Afghanistan. You're like, okay, this is like a real big deal where I want to I present my there's, intellect. There's, what word would terrify you? I'm not going to tell you all my god. I'm not going to give you ammunition. We got enough ammunition, me. man. We got enough ammunition. I want to help uh, It's not enough you. that I confess to fucking a Barney doll. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, how much more ammunition do y'all need from me? Just sitting there sweating and you're like please 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 god don't don't like mike what do you think about the spaghetti region of casabar and you're like fuck (laughs) during spelling bees though i'll tell you one thing i fucking was like fuck this i'm not gonna get humiliated again (laughs) i just give up i'm like i'm out michael i would never even stand up the word is climate you'd be like okay f-u-c-k-y-o-u i'm out (laughs) yeah i know for sure i definitely did one time I got like three rounds into one. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, I'm killing it. <sighs> spelling bees. Uh, like, I never did like a real spelling bee. Like, you see the kids up on stage. But I did like those classroom spelling bees, you know? Yeah, that's well, what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did, too. I didn't go to a real spelling bee, which is like the, all right, we got to learn these vocabulary yeah. words. Yeah. 
Can you use it in a sentence? You know, I always I've watched the spelling bee. Have you ever watched when they when they have the spelling bees on TV? Yeah, I'm just like, oh, this. One time I was in jail and I was watching the spelling bee. I was on ESPN or some shit. And you know somebody's got money on it real quick. You're just looking over, hey, Red Rider. 16 packs of cigarettes on the Asian kid. Got you. <laughs> Somebody got shanked over not paying their debt for the Spelling Bee bet they I had. I remember watching Spelling Bee in jail one time. And I was like, oh, fuck. These kids still got a future. <laughs> I don't. That's the worst. You're sitting in jail watching little kids who all have a shot. And, you're, and you still can't spell the words. So what do you think the most depressing thing to watch if you were forced to watch something what would like psychologically like in jail? fuck with you while you're in jail? Uh, any cooking show. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just like, we're going to make these delicious. And you're like, fuck you. Or that channel that just plays the outside. Yeah. It just shows like like a sunset. Well, I wouldn't want to watch. I wouldn't want to watch like, uh, like Paula Dean cooking show in jail where she's just hooking it up, making these great ass meals. What do you, if you were like the warden of a jail, tell me some of the cool rules that you would imply. Okay, I'd make ev like I don't know. Would you be humane? Would you fuck with them? I mean, like, I'd try to start out humane. We'd see where it went from there. You know, that's the thing. Um, it always there's one asshole that really fucks it up. I think. Yeah, I uh, I pr- I think I appreciate the guys because I've seen like wardens or not wardens, but uh, corrections officers, COs. They would be like, "Listen, we all are in here, so you respect me, I respect yeah. you." I've seen a couple guys like act like that, have that type of attitude. I think those guys you gotta you have gotta understand as 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 a CEO in jail that you're in jail too. Yeah, you have to understand. And that, I would you know? never ever fucking do that unless Uh-oh. unless there was no other fucking job possibly available. And for every hour I worked, I wanted thirty minutes like credit. To fucking prison if I ever got arrested. Let's say like I added up like five years and I got sentenced to three. I'm like, no, fuck you. I still got two left. I'm, I am ain't going no motherfucking jail. My homeboy Damien hit me up and he was like, hey, I'm going to be doing this uh, prison show in South Carolina. He's like, if it works out, would you like to ever go do it? And uh, it wasn't really like a, a money show. It was like doing something for the inmates, like part of like the inmates fucking uh, like all the guys that would be watching the shows were like low level security, hadn't been fucking up for six months and stuff. But uh, then he hit me back up and he was like, hey, man, I, 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 I can't do the show. And he couldn't do the show because he had two cousins that were in that prison and you can't do the shows in the prisons if you're related to anybody who's in the prison because they don't, they don't want to try anything. But the craziest thing was he kept being like the warden kept telling him when they were talking about the show or it's actually the, the director of, of whatever like the, the project. They had a project that was going on in that prison to add things. But whoever was in charge of that project kept telling him, you have to understand when you're in here, you are in prison too. And he was like, what do you mean? He was like, you, you, you know, you walk on the right side. Everybody walks on the right side. You have to do everything like you're in prison. He goes, and if there's a lockdown, they're going to take you and they're going to put you somewhere, but you're not leaving either. And I was like, fuck this. I'll go back to the Long John Silver shows that pay For money, real? man. Fuck, fuck that. <laughs> I know uh, Jeffrey Ross did a show. I think it was on Comedy Central a couple years back where. He was roasting people in yeah, prison. Yeah, roasting him in prison. Jeff How Ross is a fucking, goddamn beast. Dude, that is such a fucking amazing concept. You ever see like shows that are so great and you get disappointed that they didn't like continue? Yeah. Oh, You're yeah. It's like, what the fuck? How did that show not get like another season? When I grew up, there was a comic, Paul Rodriguez, and he's, I love Paul Rodriguez, man. Great comic. He did Live from San Quentin. And I remember watching that show where he did a whole hour special live from San Quentin prison. 
and he fucking came with so much heat. There was dudes, and there was a dude in the front row with like the shirt tied up with like the the, the fucking mop shit in his hair to look like a girl. And he goes, he said something like, "Bro," he's like, he goes, "I don't know who's more." Po-, or he, or he said something to the guy about being. He goes, "I know I'm more popular than you right now." He goes, "But to, later on tonight, sister," he's like, "You gonna be the queen?" <laughs> that's that's like you know. I think if I was like a warden of a jail or a prison or whatever it be, because obviously two major differences, you know, time yeah. spent and stuff. And let's say prison. Let's say you're a warden of a prison. Let's say I'm like a. Let's say like I have a block and they're all like white collar crimes. Yeah. You know, like a minimum or medium security white collar prison. They're doing some fraud. Yeah. They're doing some embezzlement. You know. Uh, Victimless crimes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, I would like. I would try to like. I feel that if everyone in prison or jail just stopped acting so goddamn hard, well, that's the thing. I they think. would have like the time would be like chill. It'd if, be like, hey, what up, Bob? They had they were friends. They were nice. If to each you other. didn't have to keep up with the baddest motherfuckers in there, you know, because here's the thing: like, if you are a car thief and you're locked up, but you're also doing time with murderers. You have to keep up with the murderers. I mean, think about it. it. It could be if these guys would just stop acting so goddamn cool and action hard and gangster, it would jail and prison could be like kind of like a really, really shitty summer camp. Like you're yeah. hanging out, you got bunk beds, yeah. you know, got uniforms. You can still catch a beach. You just yeah. got to be real, real creative and cool. Yeah, yeah you know, you, you know, your curfew is pretty uh, in, in the minute. You're definitely going to have to be, you know, back yeah. in your cabin at a certain time, but... What if they were just to all say, you know what, enough's enough. We've got to stop acting so goddamn hard. Because that's stress. America. That's stress of always having to be. That's why, like, when I, um, when I see people always got a chip on their shoulder acting hard, they acting gangster and shit, that shit's not cool, man. Cause, it's like once they got rid of the rapists in Shawshank, I was like, oh, I could do time here. Yeah. Just me and my boys up on the roof, tarring it up, having a couple beers. I could always do the the hard stuff. Like uh, it's other than getting like raped repeatedly, I wouldn't be a fan of that. <laughs> I could handle the horrible Ridiculous. food. Ridiculous. I could handle. Could the, you handle the, the uncom- food though? Yeah, no, I, I could. Because after real- a while, I'd be like, all right, whatever. This because is- what if they're making like rice? I'd be pissed. Yeah, like I mean, because I mean, I've watched you hunger with- strike. Yeah. But I, I can handle all the harsh elements, the the gangster shit, all all like. I mean, what are they gonna do? If they if they kill me, they'd be doing me a fucking favor, like oh, motherfuckers, like talk shit, and I, I get sent somewhere else, whatever. I think some people. What about getting the shit beat out of you though? That would time. suck too. But then they would yeah. probably have to put me in in a, in a, in a different pod somewhere, you know? Yeah. If, like some gang. If I didn't like join the the fucking the, the whites, the Aryans. Would you be or let down shit? if like? They'd be like, you don't got what it takes. Yeah, they're like... I'm like, what do you mean? Look at this pale white yeah. skin. These blue eyes. Come on, man. It's like fraternity rush week. Like, yeah. Like, they, they should just, like, you know... And I know a lot of prisons, they... What prison gang would you join if you could join any prison gang? <sighs> Fuck, man. See, I, I... I'd go Nation of Islam, bro. They got a good program. They let whites in there? I mean, I don't know what the real rule is, but I think... I mean, I don't think you can actually, I don't think you're but allowed I, but to I'm be... Saying, but I'm saying, like, if you could, like, you know... Dream Hand Prison Gang. I'd go Nation I feel like of the, Islam. I'd, I'd want to join the Mexican crew because I feel like they and run see, the they shit. They run the, the shit at the end of the day. But I don't want to be with people who are running and doing dirt. I kind of want to just I'd be, be taller than most of them, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, Bato, come here, man. And you know this, though? I found this out, which is crazy. Uh, 
to be and, and man if i hope there's not like a mexican gangster listening to this like he's fucking it all up but i heard that like uh a lot of the like in the Mexican crews, you don't necessarily have to be Latino as much as you have to have been grown up in Latino culture. Because there are dudes who are Mexican. Oh, I fucked a lot of Spanish girls. I'm in. Yeah, there's. When you think about it, in Mexico, there's dudes who are Mexican who are German who are immigrants the same way you're American and you're German who speak Spanish who are from you know everything like that. They're just from a different place. So like, uh, and I know that just blew your mind. Fuck, man! I wish no, I, I mean, get the white. I wish I get the whiteboard out now. But <laughs> it's like the fucking uh, the uh, project, the X Files theme song going on <laughs> in my head. Like Germans in Mexico. Yeah. What would Miguel tell me next? <laughs> but no, yeah, I, 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 uh, I just think that like they're all making it worse for themselves because they can like lock you down. They can they can fucking give you shitty yeah. food. You got you sleeping in a boat or something. You yeah. know you got you got your commissary. They can things are gonna suck, but they all are assholes to each other that make it worse yeah. because then they're they're actually the actual element of prison is the element of the people, the surroundings that make it so fucking shitty. I can imagine Mike trying to talk to the guys. Guys, if we just pull together, have a little fun, and get creative. This isn't going to be that bad. And then it just cuts to a scene. Mike's in the infirmary face all beat up. You're like, dude, listen. I'm telling you, they ain't listening to me. Because that's like, I I really think that like if we're trying to like rehabilitate, which is what there's, it's, jail was supposed to be like a punishment. And then at the end of the day, they're trying to, or they hope, even though I don't think they do, because most of them are privately owned and and someone's making money. The hope is supposed to be that I get this person. Barker Industries is selling soap. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all, you know. When you look at the statistics of stuff, it's all fucked. Because who I mean, would you want to be your cellmate? I would love to have like. I mean, some, other than Morgan Freeman. Yeah, uh, but I do want that. I want that like. Old, show me where the hole is, Morgan. Yeah. Let's get the fuck out of here. I want that old convict as my guy. You know, he's been in there forever. He knows the code. You got to help him with shit. Like you know, like well, oh, that's fuck. what's crazy about jail. When you when you go to jail, it's normally county jail is twenty three hour lockdown. At least in the counties I've been. Uh, you, when they're processing you and and they're transferring inmates to go to court appearances up, yeah. you could be in there with anybody. And yeah. I was in there with this dude who was in there for murder. And I was like, oh. And, and you're in there for like selling beer without a liquor license? Yeah, like I, I've <laughs> never done more than like 72 hours yeah, in yeah. jail, but I have been incarcerated uh, multiple times, six times to be exact. Yeah. And it was all like bullshit stuff. You know, and uh, no charges, no felonies. I'm good to go. You know, I can still hang around kids and and work at Disney World if I wanted to. But uh, you know, it's it's uh, you definitely learn a lot. And I realized that I could handle all that gangster shit. You know, I'm a big dude. You know, I'm six three. I'm I'm pretty big. Ain't no one just gonna like bitch shit on me. Even if they team up, I'm gonna be like, all right, I'm I'm a mind fuck them. You know, I'm going to shit in my hand and start eating it and say, oh, yeah, bitch, I'm from the Sausage Castle. They're coming to get you, boy. You know? <laughs> and then they would be like, all right, don't fuck with this guy. And uh, I can handle that. But what I can't handle is the fact of being locked up into a room, a small room that's like the size of like four of these desks. And I'm just like, no fucking way. Because I've been in – I've been – like I said, six times, and I've paced back and forth, back and forth, and it is 
fucking hell. And people were like, yo, sit the fuck down. Like, everybody in jail, everything, everybody's business is each other's business. So, yeah, like, because when you first come in, especially, um, you know, if you, get, if you get a felony, you normally get put in a pod that the, the crimes are a little more, a uh, little more, you know, yeah. higher class. Like, oh, these are felonies and stuff. Okay. Then it's anyone's game. So then you can be in there that mostly inmates are, you know, serving, you know, 12 months or less. So it's kind of like, and it's, and it's more, it's kind of harder because you don't get comfortable really. And with prison, I've never been, but, uh, I know that you can get comfortable a little more and it's a little more, there's a little more freedoms and stuff because they know, they know you're basically a fucking, an animal in a cage. Yeah. So they have to kind of, you don't get like programs in jail. Yeah. So if you're doing like, it's almost like you're better off doing two years than doing one. Cause it's going to be a hard one years. Yeah. And, uh, a one year I should say. But, uh, I mean, they got so many programs. I think if I was, I think there's a way, I don't think you can reach, I'd say eighty percent of them you, you just given up. They ain't, they, ain't, you know, they're just gonna go back. But I think there's like twenty percent of the people that if we did a different approach, and I've seen so many different. I've seen every fucking um, locked up season. I've seen them all. I've seen all the characters and the people on there. And as a producer myself, I'm always like, man, how the fuck are they making this show? Because yeah, you get some of these guys are like snitching on each other, and then, and some guys are like trying to. Jedi mind fuck the, the the camera guy and talking to him and shit and all these little off 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 like off the camera fucking deals are always going yeah. on and shit. It's it's interesting. I love the season where that dude like opened up his own commissary. It's 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 kind of it's it's really fucking. Um, I guess you could say the word inhumane to expect to expect normal norm, normalcy. Yeah, from and, a and, human and, locked up in a fucking in a cage. situation that's not normal. Now, how are they? And I'm asking this question honestly, guys, and I don't know. How are at least the jail systems in Florida or or other states? How are they dealing with transgender uh, inmates? Like, I don't know. That that was, that was an idea when I started hearing about all this, like whatever the fuck you identify shit. Started getting a little rapid. I was like, well, shit. If I ever, you know. If I ever had to go do some serious time, your boy might uh, might have all of a sudden grown a pussy or something. Started chopping my dick off with a fucking with anything I can get my hands on. I, w- I honestly, I honest to God, I'm asking the quiz. I'm wondering, like, uh, what? The, because- I don't think political correctness has has reached that far yet. Because I know that they go through extremes to go to like for medical. Because they do have like certain wards where they have to have certain type of medical but, attention. But if a dude, like, let, let's say a, a guy is a male to female transgender and he has breasts <clears throat> and a vagina and he's going to be in in male prison, I almost feel like this dude has to be in protective custody. Well, that's some of them want that though because then they, they don't want to be up in the mix, you know. But that would be kind of a sweet gig to be a boss ass dude. With some big ass man titties. I mean, that's me right now, but I don't have the pussy. I mean, I got yeah. t- like I always say, my biggest fear about going to prison is I have big titties and I'm a good listener. You'd be, you you'd know? be <laughs> hanging with a bunch of fucking really angry lesbians. Yeah, and they're gonna punk you out too. Some oh, of these, these, these ghetto bitches are not fucking. They don't There's care. Nobody locked up that's gonna just give you a pass. Queen Latifah is gonna be in there. Like, hey, bitch, give me your fucking bologna sandwich, but bitch. I, but, I need, but I need my bologna. Sandwich. Shut up, bitch. I, you heard what I said. I need my nutrients. I'm get, giving that orange too, sucker. I'm I, hungry. I, I, I'm diabetic, and if I don't have if I don't have my nutrients, I'm gonna I, teach you how to braid hair, bitch. Come I, over here. I'll learn. <laughs> Damn right. And you'll be like, oh. 
And then you'll just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I bet there's some fucking like lesbians that are like, yo, bro, this is fucking awesome. I love this bitch. I'm locked up with her. I get to smell her hair every day. And like, there, there are people that like make the best of it. I've seen all these locked up shows and there were certain countries where they believed it was inhumane to, to neglect them of sexual like contact. So they were able to have all these different con, I'd be visits. on back page. Be like, this is my new wife. <laughs> oh, there's people that I seen shows where they were getting married to people. I'm like, who the fuck? And then the guys like doing life. I'm like, oh, so you just married a dude who's doing life. I don't get it. I like, don't, I don't I understand. Yeah, like the, the, you know, he's like, "Don't be cheating on me out on these streets, too." Oh, I've had, I've had, we've had girls come here to the Sauce Castle, you know, from years, from years ago and stuff. And oh, may, may I introduce this real quick? That's the U.S. prison system has a general policy of housing prisoners according to their sex as assigned at birth or genital configuration, i.e., post-op trans women would be placed in women's prison. So if you got the full job done. You're putting a woman's prison. So, all right, this is what I gotta do. All right, I gotta get a lawyer, and I gotta extend my fucking my turn-in date, and then I gotta go find me a plastic surgeon so I can fucking. If I'm doing a lot of time, Mike, what's what's you, the most with, time you're gonna do before you, you kill if you yourself? Just, if you just grew out some pubes and pushed them in, yeah, <laughs> you could fake I'm like, it. But did you really see a dick down there? You just paint your dick white so it looks like a clit, and you're like, look, look. Oh yeah, I've been going down to Spirit Halloween store, finding me some prosthetic fucking, uh, you know, the little makeup artist style, fucking sort of splattering a vagina and shit on me. What's the most time you would do in prison before you would off yourself? It just depends on how the time's going, man. Honest to God, it just depends how the time's going. Because if your family's coming every week and you're fucking, you're kicking it with some homeboys in there and stuff. I mean, what's the most time, guys? What's the most? We've time had you this discussion do? before. Yeah, but let's, yeah, I'm, we're on it now. What's it's the same time? What's the, what was your time? What was I'd say I give you the same answer. It depended on like my situation in prison. Like I can't. Think, let's say right now, tomorrow. That's not the, that's charged. not the question I'm talking about. It's how my time is, how I'm doing the time. That's how you determine how long you can do. Because if you're doing the time and you got visits and shit's going right and you're on a program, let's say it's harsh, ain't nothing, you ain't getting shit, you ain't getting mail, you're getting cut off, none of your bitches that you ever fucking. Because here's the deal we all think we got friends until you go to jail. And then they're like, it always very easy to pass the, well, I thought you got, I thought homeboy was going to get you out or do, do, do. And especially if you got a bond, if you got a bond and you, and and no one came to got you, that, that will make you come out angry as fuck. You know, even if it's some dumb little shit, like I know for damn good and well that I'm just like a a bird with such bright, colorful, big wings that I can't be caged. So mentally, I would lose it. I was wondering where the colorful wings had anything to do with my feathers and my wings are too big to be held down. And it like would, parrots who live in cages? Yeah, giant. No, worse than <laughs> a fucking a giant ass fucking pterodactyl. I can't be putting your little Tweety Bird cage. Hell no, I would fucking lose it. Matter of fact, we're taking that goddamn uh, Department of Corrections fucking jumpsuit off Mickey Mouse over here. Just looking at it just gives me chills. I can't stand jail. I can handle the gangster shit. I can handle the fucking people trying to square you up and stealing your shit. I can handle all that shit. I cannot handle fucking being held down. I would fucking kill myself 
Like, I would be the most pussiest motherfucker. They'd give me, like, five years. I'm like, I'm out. I'm doing I'm <laughs> killing myself. Five years? At least you know no. it, though, man. I mean, at least you know I, it. I, yeah, I don't even... I ain't trying to even try to act cool. I, I cannot do time. It's like being grounded to your room. I would never want to do time anymore. Like, I, like, I say anymore, like, but I mean, I just... At this point in my life, the the idea of, of not having life, really. You know, not having the enjoyment. And, and think about how shittier it was, like, 20, 30 years ago, 40, 50 years ago. Bro, the humanity was, like, non-existent. Like, yeah. now we have all this political correctness and, and humane stuff that goes on. They're not allowed to do a lot of shit like they used to back in the day. But you know that a lot of that fuck shit still goes down. Yeah, the guards still fuck with you. The inmates still fuck with you. I just, man, I honestly swear, I swear to God, dude, it couldn't be more than five years. I would fucking. I would, hey yeah. guys, to any of our members and listeners who who did like like long bids, like five years or like that, honestly, hit us up on the Facebook group. Uh, tell us what your time was like and and what held you down and what you couldn't handle. Because I, I do want to hear more stories from people. Because anytime I talk to people that I've known that have done long times in, in, in prison, uh, my buddy uh, Chris Sack, his brother did ten years, and listening to him talk about the ten years, the things that held him down were shocking like like he he when, when he got out of prison the first place he wanted to go was this place in charleston south carolina called red's ice house and it's just uh like a waterfront barn grill and i was like we were talking to him like why do you want to go to red's ice house he's like every day for 10 years they listen to a morning radio show that would broadcast live from red's ice house and for just 10 years he was like I got to go see what that place looks like, you know? Uh, the, and then uh, one of the things that, that got him when he first got out, because he did time from like 2000 to 2010, when he got out, he wasn't used to uh, sinks that you just put your hand under for the water to come. Shit, people here every day, they've never been to jail, I ain't used to that shit. Yeah, and, and he said he couldn't figure, he's in the bathroom and couldn't figure out for fucking his life what he had to do to get the water to run from the sink one of my homies had one of his like family members get out of prison uh this is probably like 15 years ago and when he got out he had to like explain to him like what an iphone was yeah and an email and text all message. that shit yeah could you imagine like being locked up to where such a significant like technology curve happens and yeah it's like hold on what is this now yeah it's like holy fuck you know like that shit I remember one of the last times I went to jail when I was going through population and I would sit in there and I'm just like, damn, this thing, this fucking jail is full of like, I would say 90 or maybe 80 to 90% of the people in here have like kind of given up on life. Yeah. And that made me even more like just disgusted. Like, damn, these people, like I can see why. But you think about Someone, it, like you said you were going to off yourself after a couple years. So it's so easy to understand why they've given up on life. Yeah, because like you look at some of the people and you can tell like, all right, they've grown up in poverty or they were in some type of fucking violent situation or they could never stop playing the I'm hard game. Yeah. And I, I luckily, when I started getting older as a teenager, I started realizing that you're never going to be the biggest, the strongest, the craziest because there's always going to be someone out there that has nothing to lose. So that's why, like, getting in bar fights, you know, this shit's going to happen. You're going to get, like, whatever. But you never know what guy, like, his his wife could have probably just left him or his homie just, like, stole a bunch of money from him or something. You just never know what people are going through, especially when you have alcohol and drugs involved. Yeah. And it's like, damn, 
this motherfucker is totally okay with being in this fucking concrete yeah. cell for the rest of his life. Because some, they expect some, it. Because some of these guys expect that I'm going back. Yeah, and, and they, they're just giving up. It's like what, like some people don't know how good life really can be. So they're actually like okay with going to jail. Do you think dudes who are in jail and like start dating another guy have a better jail life because they got like a significant other inside there? I think I think uh, biologically humans thrive when they have a a mental or intimate or yeah. a, a relationship. So I, I think that I, I think the same thing because I think like if a dude's locked up. And that you see these dudes that are like dating each other in jail and shit like that. There's a part of me that's like, damn, that lucky motherfucker. At least they have somebody. You well, know? I think that's what keeps people from like, you know, suicide. Because yeah. when they get to a point where they feel like, you know, there's nothing, nothing else to live for. Like my dog alone, my pugs would would be enough for me to not want to do it. Because yeah. then I would be like, oh man, what am I gonna? What, what's gonna happen with them? Or some of my family or friends. I just. I just I would think I I think suicide you gotta have like a lot of courage to do that because for one none of us really million percent know what happens when you die so stop being a bitch man and be brave and I used I used to think <laughs> I used to think like suicide was like a pussy thing to do but now I'm like damn you're gangster as fuck you decided to like just roll the dice and say fuck it put it all on this and just let it roll that's crazy and maybe there is something passionately like romantic about the idea of choosing taking your own destiny in your hands i mean i don't really think it's taking your destiny it's 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 ending your destiny well however you look at it it's it's i don't know psychologically what goes on in someone's mind where they're like i I bet a lot of people actually killed themselves on accident yeah like they got caught up in a moment and they just did it and they're like oh fuck and then they're like oh shit i just killed myself yeah fuck Oh no! Here comes Patrick Swayze and the ghost and the shadow ghost. You're like, and who fucking knows, man? But I am not meant for that shit. Like, yeah. I would rather like, I don't know. I would try to do. I, I see. I see. Like almost once a week, I'll see a news report. Like, oh fucking Bob Smith from fucking Kentucky did 25 years for a crime he didn't do. I would literally blow up that entire prison i would spend the rest of whatever life i have killing every motherfucker involved in the reason why i went there if it was a judge uh the public the you just tender, go back to prison i yeah i know that's the, the yeah. six twisted circle of injustice yeah. could you imagine that like and then sometimes they're like well, we gave him a hundred thousand dollars, or we like. I think that some prisons are required what to does give he you do? X amount. What does he do with that money? Too, he's been locked up for twenty five years. He's like, I bought a bunch of soups. Uh, <laughs> I have a whole uh, a fucking uh, crate of fucking honey buns and yeah. ramen. Yeah, I got a lot of deodorants. Those are always good for trade. I just couldn't. I can't wrap my mind around that. And have, I, you, have you ever seen the Netflix uh, documentary? It's called Trial Number Four. I don't, if you get a chance, so trial number four is about this kid, uh, and he is arrested for the murder of a police officer with his friend, and uh, they end up going to prison. And then a couple years later, evidence comes out that the police officer that he was arrested for killing was involved with two other cops who were robbing drug dealers. And then it comes out that... The two cops who p- 
pinned him for the murder weren't even part of the murder investigation, but they were the partners of the cop who was robbing drug dealers. And then more and more shit comes out to make it seem like, yo, this kid got locked up under a murder he didn't do that. He swore he never did from the beginning. And in the end, not to ruin it, guys, but in the end, when you get all the evidence and everything that's said and you don't know what's going on because they release him, but they release him and they got another trial coming. They're going to they're gonna try on number four. They're going to they're gonna try to put him away. Uh, there's no remorse from was it Was it a black guy? Come on, yeah. Well, you know, maybe I did. <laughs> who was the, who was the actor that played them in the movie? It was no. It was it was a documentary. He was playing. Oh, I watched some movie. Yeah. It was a very. It was a real young story. black kid got railroaded by the system. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, fuck. We all know that if you don't have enough money to buy a lawyer, and then have the right lawyer who gives a fuck. Yeah. You could have a lawyer that's doing coke at a strip club with yeah. his homies the night before. He doesn't get prepared. He's took your money. He's not prepared to argue. Yep. He has no defense strategy. Bro, that's like everything. Like we 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 put our hands in the 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 and in, in the in the in the fucking hand. We put our life in the hands of strangers with, with doctors and yeah. and lawyers. Dude, man, can you imagine like you know how many times I've handed a lawyer money back in the day? And I'm just like, oh, I hope they fucking give a fuck. Yeah. My, my, and they're just look, and they're rude to you. They'll yeah. literally take your money because they know they can. They can take your money and be like, all right, yeah, whatever. Sorry, kid. Hey, just oh, uh, you call, talk, call my secretary. You call them up. And they're like, yeah, I'm working on your case. Stop calling. Yeah, they like, get rude. I just want to know what's going on with my freedom. You know, my lawyer, one of the things he told me, especially when he said with, uh, with um, accident lawyers, He's like, you'll see all the big names on the big billboards and stuff like that. He's like, and people will be like, oh, I want to I go to this guy because he's got a billboard. And he told me, he was like, I always tell those people, ask that person who is going to be representing me from this firm. Oh, yeah. Because you don't, you don't think, you, you, if you don't know, yeah. you just think, okay, you know, John Morgan's walking yeah. in the court with me. Yeah. You don't know that it's like not John Morgan. It's one of his other. Yeah. One of his 30 guys who works for him in this department. Fucking thousands of yeah. guys. And yeah. then a lot of times based on the payoff of your case is the lawyer that like. So if you're like, hey, I might get $10,000 from this. Well, you're getting the fucking bottom end guy. Yeah. Versus if you got a $100,000 case, maybe you're getting a, a better one. So what we're trying to say, kids. Is that the judicial system is fucked. Yeah, stay out of fucking trouble, but sometimes you can't help yourself. Other times you get railroaded, but man, stay the fuck out of trouble. I wish there was a perfect way to just like, all right, anyone who's got marijuana charges, like, just let them fucking go. Yeah, at this point, man. If they're a drug addict, then let them go. Go let them do drugs in the street. Who gives a fuck? A lot of cities have drug court. Drug court's way different than criminal court. It's about treating drug addicts, you know? Yeah, I think that's the way it should be. If you're running an illegal gambling operation and you're not fucking killing anybody, I better not hear about you going to prison. Yeah, if if you're if you're doing violent crimes with weapons, guns, you're murdering, you're assaulting people, you're breaking and entering, you're taking people's property. If you're like if you're one of these fucking Ponzi scheme guys who's stealing your life savings from people, that motherfucker needs to do years. Yeah, no, for sure. And but uh, if you're running a fucking dice game in an alley and you know you haven't been beating the shit out of people. Fucking, this guy gets a walk in my book. If you're selling bootleg DVDs, you get a walk in my book. You ever see like uh, a kid in high school, and you know that their his whole life is fucked from the get go? You're like, oh yeah, yeah, this kid's going to prison in five yeah. more years. Yeah. He's already like in and out of juvie and shit. And 
You know what's funny? You never really see them until when you're older. Like they just disappear. They yeah. become homeless, or they're in jail, or they're dead. How about the kids who become hard after high school? Like you knew them in high school, and they weren't thugging or anything like that. And then after high school, you find out. Like we mean, Ricky's in prison. Like yeah, man, he's are selling heroin, and you're like, what? Yeah, that motherfucker was a pussy growing up. You know? I've seen I've seen cases like that. I just think like I don't know what the perfect situation is, but I know. If you have to hire a public pretender, you are fucked. Because yeah. that guy is just just past the bar. He and I definitely have become somewhat of a, a paralegal, my damn self. I definitely have learned a little bit of the system. You just can't use the words, but you know, yeah, I can't use the words. But I'll tell you what you need to do. Oh, you've only been the first time you've ever been arrested. Oh, you you probably qualify for pretrial release. What's pretrial release? Well, you're gonna agree to do some. Uh, you know, some probation, and then if you come in this much time, and if your lawyer says, hey, tell us the district attorney, say, you know, hey, I need to fucking uh, have my shit completely adjudication withheld, that's the term, then uh, you do your, you know, your hours, and you pay your fines on time, and don't piss dirty, and you're good to go. And see, but here's the thing, what's funny about that is a lot of times uh, people go for pretrial release when they could actually beat their case. But lots of people are, are just sold on by a lot of lawyers. And oh, yeah, like, because it's a deal. Like, I have been in situations where I'm like, okay, I either plead guilty because I look guilty as fuck. And I know some fucking blah, blah, blah jury, whoever's yeah. going to look at me like, yeah, fuck him. He's and guilty. also, your public defender is going to make like $300, whether it goes to trial, whether it goes to pre-trial, whether the trial lasts eight months, whether the trial's done in a day. They get paid a flat rate. They, they got to do something to where, like, I know this kind of conflict of interest, but I feel that they should do, like, some type of incentive for the public uh, pretenders. That's defenders, if you don't know the slang term. But uh, for public defenders, if they win the case, they should be getting, like, some type of incentive to really actually give a fuck. But then they also might take more trials to case that they can't win because they're like, fuck it. I want to try to win some. Yeah, I don't know. You're right, because I feel like depending on the lawyer's attitude or the judge's attitude, you ever been? You ever go to a courtroom and you see some fucking hood motherfucker piss off the judge, and then it's like, oh, shit, it's all shit And then hill everyone's here. fucked for the rest of the day. Yeah, the rest of the day, so you might as well, and you, if you even try go to, I try there, to stand up. Your Honor, can we take a recess? Oh, yeah. The one time I, I actually bleached, I, I dyed my hair normal. And like shaved all up, got the fucking finest suit I could find, and I, I I gave them like the eyes, and I looked down like like I was like I'm sorry, and you gotta like this I'm telling you body language is everything. Some some of these motherfuckers going to court wearing like a fucking tank top and tennis yeah. shoes. I'm like, dude, what are you doing, you bro? You look like you're supposed to be locked up again. Yeah, the, if, if the if the judge looks at you, they don't even want to fucking look at you. And there's nothing scarier than hearing your name read on a docket. On a docket. You're like, because you could be in there for fucking a speeding ticket. And you're like, fuck, they're going to give me the chair. I got to get the fuck out of here. You start freaking out, like looking for the nearest exit. Steven had to go to court for some old ass ticket he had from like 15 years ago. And then he had to do like a Zoom court meeting during, uh, or they were telling him that they were going to have to do a Zoom court meeting during COVID. And I told him that he should dress like a judge during the Zoom court oh, meeting. Oh, that would have been great. And stand behind the bookshelf. Great idea. And then this way, when they came to him, he'd be like, oh, yeah, honor, I just. I disagree. Uh, uh, Stephen Wells, Nineteenth Circuit Court. There was some crazy dude who killed his like girlfriend and his kid. I think they were in Tampa. It was a couple months ago, and he actually represented himself. And he was like 
doing all this crazy theatrics like well what happened here was i was a perpetrator and i'm like oh god and it's like he's basically making a mockery of the fucking courtroom and he's like all fired up and they gave they like threw the book at him obviously <laughs> like he, he's done for but. what 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 level case would you be willing to represent yourself on i'd go speeding ticket shit if that because i like i feel like there is that old like kind of like Hey, is there a loophole? Is there this? Is there that? But because if you know the statutes, and that's what's that's what I would do if I ever had to go to prison. If it, if I was in there for like three years, I'd come out as a goddamn lawyer. I'd be like You're trying to work your appeal. Oh yeah, because and I feel like then if you you can like make even more friends in prison, like well, jailhouse that, lawyer, that my guy, he he's he's you don't want to fuck somebody's case up though. Yeah, but also gonna try to help them. I'm like, hey, try to help. I would be this guy. I'd be like the the. I'd be like, well, I think if you do this, da, 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 but don't hey, don't take that word from me. And I get them all excited. Like, hey, I need some more honey buns. Get if you want shanked to- up because your appeal didn't go through. Yeah, they're that- like, motherfucker, that wasn't even a real statute. Someone did just got who was it that just got released? Oh, fuck, well, who was it? It was a guy who killed somebody, and they just I think he did like thirty five years or some shit like that, and they just. Like said, all right, you, you're, we're you're done. Watch. Yeah, and it was like, oh, 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 it was um, fuck, who was it? Do y'all know anyone? Mystical. Huh? Mystical? No. See no. murder? No. When's see murder getting out? Uh, there was talk. Free see murder. There was talk about it. I, mean, I don't know anything like about another, this case, but no judge date. That's uh. I hate when it, when it, when a rapper's always like free so and so. I'm like, yeah, and then I look at his case and I'm like, oh, that motherfucker did that shit. Yeah, there's. Here's the thing, man. I think if you constantly, 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 and like in trouble, then you probably were doing the dirt, you know? Because yeah. eventually, I know it's a trap. Okay, I get it. You're poor. You're in the hood. You're gonna sell drugs. But one of the biggest you tra- get on probation. One of the you- biggest traps is probation for anybody. Yeah, hundred percent. Probation you- is designed to suck more money out of you. And uh, there's a lot of problems with the probation system when you're when you're when you're fucking indigent, like getting to see your PO. When they're like, "Oh, you got to drive to see your PO," people are like, oh, "I got a suspended license." They're like, "I don't even figure out how to get there." Like with with child custody situations, I've actually saved a couple people from jail because they were about to get a bench warrant for child support, so I had to like front them some money. And I'm thinking, like, damn, if they're gonna take their fucking driver's license, how the fuck are they gonna get yeah. to work? Then that's like I, weed, man. When, when people get caught with possession of weed and they take their driver's license. Growing up, I knew so many people who started selling weed who would have never sold weed before, but they lost their driver's license and couldn't get to work. So I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, man, I just have to sell some weed. You know, you know, Tree. Uh, member Tree told me this story. Since he's so big and tall, Tree's like almost seven feet tall. Uh, he's probably like five hundred pounds. He's just a big fucking Samoa like fucking big ass lineman looking dude. So Tree said that uh, it's always such a hassle whenever he gets arrested. Like he has to get double cuffed. He doesn't fit in squad cars or SUVs. They have to put him in a paddy wagon because it's so tight. So he said one time he got pulled over for having a suspended license and they arrested him, but they couldn't fit him in the car and they couldn't handcuff him. So they made him drive himself to the jail with them and then they locked him up and then the case got thrown out when he argued how can they arrest me for driving on a suspended license and their punishment be make me drive to jail on a suspended license and they, they threw it out on him yeah man there's i know some of y'all are like oh this is like horrible we don't hear about all this shit but this is like shit i think about this is shit that like keeps you scares you straight oh yeah if you ever watch some locked up shit 
you all of a sudden the next day you probably you fucking like a damn angel driving around. You ain't trying to do nothing. Oh yeah. All it takes in life is to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Or or you to like have someone you really don't know get in a car with you. Next thing you know, they throw your dope yeah. into your fucking shit, and then, then they tell the cop it's you, and then, what? Like, what the fuck? And then next thing you know, you're fucking done for. Yeah. I've known people when I was growing up, and, and you probably remember this too, who got caught with like a simple possession of weed when weed was way worse of a crime. And it wasn't that they did a lot of time or anything, but they ended up losing their job because they were locked up for like two nights, missed work and stuff. And it's this big cycle. Bro, it, there are people, I, I got arrested for one time for failure to appear because I wasn't checking my fucking mail to see when my court day was and I wasn't following up. Especially when you're younger, you don't take that shit that serious because at first you're like, yeah, whatever. I got a court date. And, and if you don't, I've had to like, Text message people who don't live here no more, like, yo, you got some paperwork, you got a court date coming up. And then if you got a real pay lawyer, like my own boy Diggs was out on, he was out on bond for, uh, he was out on bond for a contraband charge for like possession of contraband, uh, and a firearm charge. And then while he was out on bond, he got arrested for another firearm charge, but he had a, he had a pay lawyer. And, and so he was in and out, in and out. Yeah. Because that's the thing. There's there's some guys who will stay out of jail with three cases pending because they got a lawyer. And then your fucking public defender ass is like, I've been in here for a week. Well, like, sometimes the paperwork doesn't go through fast enough. So you do have like these little grace periods before like they report and you're in the system. And there's definitely sometimes one time I, I, uh, I, I got pulled over. And the cop like told me I had a warrant. It was like another Mike, and and had like he was from fucking Indiana. I was like, no, I'm not from fucking Indiana. And he and then he thought I was like lying to him. He yeah. got like attitude with me. I was like, whoa, whoa, chill, man. Like, yeah. I was like, bro, I promise you. Later on, you're gonna fucking feel crusty. I promise, you know. Da, 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 da. And then you know, luckily, fucking one of his other superiors showed up and they they, they calmed down and handled. I seen this poor black guy get uh, fucking thrown on the ground and handcuffed. Because they swore up and down, he 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 uh, matched the description of someone that they were looking for, and he was just playing it cool. He's like, "Nah, bro, this ain't me." And then when he finally pulled out his wallet and read his ID, he's like, "Oh, sorry about that, dude." I was in the Atlanta airport. I was fucking fifteen years old. I was on a DECA trip for school. I'm in the Atlanta airport, just kind of minding my business. I left the group because I was always that dude. Who's like, "Okay, bye, fuckers." So I went and walking around doing my own thing because I heard there was free Coca Cola. And Stevie, is there free Coca Cola in the Atlanta airport? Okay, I couldn't find it because before I found this free Coca-Cola, I got stopped by two cops in the airport, and the motherfuckers literally had a picture on a paper of a light-skinned black dude who didn't look much like me at all. And they were looking at me and talking to me about it, and they were like, you got to come with us. And I was like, no. And they were like, put your hands behind your back. And the only thing that saved me is they put my hands behind my back, and they cuffed me, and then in my pocket, they pulled my ID out, and I was 15 years old. And they were like, what is this year? And they were looking, I had a military ID, my ID, everything in there, you know? And then they, they didn't say anything. They just uncuffed me, and then that was it. They didn't even be like, hey, sorry, kid, we thought you were blah, blah, blah. Oh, I've told stories about that. I've, I've had guns drawn on me, my door kicked in. I got nothing but love for cops. I got more love for cops uh, recently because I've had less uh, interactions that were negative. It's the shitty ones that just fuck you up. Before, like you know, m most. I mean, I pass cops every day. Nobody's beating the shit out of me lately. You know, like yeah. it's just the shitty ones are so shitty. And the thing that always gets you mad is the good one shows up and he's like, "Hey, sorry about this." 
And then they're still just hanging out with the shitty one. You know, that's what always hurts the most. Yeah, because you're like, oh, wow, y'all, y'all are homies. Y'all still huh? homies, yeah. Hmm. Like, hmm. you still got his back over mine. Yeah, no, I've, I could go on a whole other fucking four hours about the crazy situations well, I've been that. in. You know, <laughs> I, I believe that, you know, there is definitely something to say when you look at the statistics, like, in certain states, and they'll tell you how many prisons they built, but yet yeah. look how many colleges they built. And yeah. it's, like, night and day. It'd be like... They built 23 prisons, and they built two universities in the last 35 years. My thing is this. If I wake up in the morning, and I find my car is stolen, and they catch the guy or girl who stole my car, yeah, I want them to do time. That's me wanting wanting that. But in the grand scheme of things, I don't think that person should be doing the same time with a murderer. You know? But, I mean, yeah, you ask me the day my car gets stolen, hey, you want me to throw the book at this motherfucker and send them to a prison where their testicles are going to get fucking shocked by electric eels? Fuck yeah, that sounds great. But just because I'm pissed off, I shouldn't be setting the fucking standard of what people do. Now, do people need to go to jail? Yeah, man. You steal people's shit, you need to go to jail, man. Or or, or be punished. Because, you know... Do you think there'll ever be a time where... We're able to like analyze someone's DNA, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy's gonna." Uh, if I he, don't want that, bro. If he has a kid; he's gonna spit out a psychopath. I don't want that world, man. Even it's gonna we, happen one of these days. Yeah, I don't want that. That's Mark fucking, my words. That's that. Uh, what's it called, man? That like Minority Report. Shit. Oh, it's yeah. it's gonna happen. They're like, well, it appears our statistics say you're 98 percent likely to kill a child and eat its flesh. Due to your DNA that's uh, a characteristics, shitty, that's a shitty. So we're gonna fucking have to terminate yeah. you. Yeah, it's gonna happen. That's a shitty world. Look, if you go watch fucking Demolition Man, like all this, the sea sh- the she shells, pretty the, realistic. Movie yeah, too. no, that, no, that's pretty. It's looking fucking damn pretty realistic right it about now. It looks nothing like now. Um, Definitely looks way. They're all like, oh, you're, you're exchanging bodily fluids to have sexual intercourse. Sandra Bullock's like a prude in it. Yeah, Sandra Bullock was hot too back in the day. Yeah. It, Ah oh, man, that's a whole nother fucking story. Well, We're all fucked. AI's got us by the balls. Before before we wrap it up, though, what's happening this week? Members weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the end of the summer, Labor Day weekend. If you're a member, if you're hearing this right now, it's not too late to join. Uh, come. And then uh, our next event after that will be Halloween, drunk people in costumes. And we're going to be having... A huge, big, wild, and crazy just 20 like every year. Twenty-second drunk people in costumes. Yep, too. it's it's our biggest of the year. Yeah, and then right after that, literally like ten days after that, is our Veterans Day party. Veterans Day party, and then we have uh, a Christmas party, birthday party, New Year's Eve. So now is a great time to join. Come out to the events, watch the awesome content. We just dropped uh, a full episode of Sausage Pickers. Yep. What sausage pickers? It's like our version of American pickers, except we put the word sausage in front of it. And we have a new show called Sausage Mister or, or Sausage, sausage Mysteries. Mysteries. Yeah, if you if you are old like me and Miguel, and you remember the the eighties and nineties, and Robert Stack and Unsolved Mysteries, and that creepy ass music, we uh, made a little fucking show. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's pretty fucking legit. And Chris and me. And Beatrice, uh, we've been working hard, and these, and these shows we're making, these are, these are, they look like fucking real TV They're shows. They're legit-ass shows. I'm a big fan the of The graphics, the, all the cool fucking stuff we're doing. So uh, you'll definitely enjoy that. And then it's obviously we sprinkle a lot of fucking crazy, sexy-ass titties and buttholes and vaginas and squirting and shit. I, I uploaded a video. Some It was behind the scenes of a You Won't episode. You Won't. A girl squirting in slow-mo right on this very desk we're sitting at. So. It's a good episode. Hey, guys, if you're international, on September 17th, I'll be performing at the Boing Comedy Club in uh, Cologne, Germany. 
And September 22nd, I will be over in Amsterdam at the Comedy Embassy in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. You're going to so, be at the Netherlands Embassy? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be at the Comedy Embassy in Amsterdam in the, in the Netherlands. Nice. Yeah, man. So I'll be September 17th. If, you, if you're a German follower, man, come check me out. I'll be We in. have a lot of German Netherlands Oh, and there's followers. some hot-ass German chick who follows Mike. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she, she, she definitely sent me some inappropriate images. She gave me chunky. I was like, Courtney, get over here. Would you look at this? Look at this How shit. How dare this? She's like, Unten Gurten, Mike and Duschen hoppen, small penis in me Murfin. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. We love you guys. Um, every episode, you never know what, what conversation is going to be like, and you never know what it is. We don't have no script. We just talk, and, and we're really appreciative, and we love the support. Thank you guys so much for listening, and tell your friends. And uh, hopefully we'll see you this weekend. We love you. Thank you, and uh, goodbye. <laughs>